Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's all even with your boy, Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbeam as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I'm all over the place, man. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment because the page is growing, baby. That All Even Wave. Let's get it. Lots to get into. Episode 100. We're going to talk about Dak Prescott and the breaking news about the Dallas Cowboys and what Adam Schefter just reported. We have Phone to Friend. There's a lot of guests on to celebrate episode 100. We're going to talk about everything sports as well. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. Episode 100 is here. I'm so excited. Like, this is... This is such a great milestone for myself. Um, July 13th, 2020 is when the All Even podcast began in regards to the first actual recording. It was an awful, awful um, podcast episode because I was reading my entire script that I had wrote out the show and tried to do it that way. Shouts to my man, Mike Guido. I can't do it like that, so had to learn and you know, really go through the progressions of understanding how to do this. And it's been a great journey, man, you know, from going to school and graduating and having all of these resources at my disposal to COVID being a thing, the school closing and everything is gone. And just telling myself, listen, I I can't, I can't fail. I'm not going to just sit here and be depressed and you know, cry about it. I'm going to do something about it. Shouts to my man Bass. You know, he set up a plan for me. We we got through some names and, and we picked one. Went with the All Even Podcast and the rest is they say history. Obviously, I'm not where I want to be right now. You know, I got lofty goals where I want to attain. I want to achieve a lot of big things, but I'm on the road to that. But even still, even still that I'm not there, I can be able to appreciate the steps going, the, the journey. You know, learning how to do social media because I was off the grid for so many years. Meeting such great people on IG. Building a, a podcasting network of people that you can be able to trust and talk to and, you know, share ideas and promote each other's stuff. You know, to me branching off and 
creating an interview show where we interview media personalities and ex-athletes. Like I've I've done 30 interviews of that. IG lives. Uh you know, I created a comedy show with my boy on 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 YouTube. My YouTube channel has grown so much in a year. So many things that I've accomplished and it's just exciting. I, I never thought that I would be here. Two, two, three years ago, you would have told me I'd be interviewing this person and I'd be doing this. I'd have looked at you like you're crazy. But that's life. Life always gives you challenges that you can be able to battle head on and meet those challenges. That's what I'm about. I'm always about the challenge. What's next? What can I be able to attain? What's the next goal, so to speak? So I'm very appreciative. I'm so happy to, to, to be here. All the people that have helped me get to this point. So many people. You know, my day ones out there, the people that supported me from day one, that's listened to my show from day one when it was terrible to now it being okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody. And, and to the people who don't listen to my show, you know, I can thank you guys too because – it gives me motivation to be able to keep going and keep trying to be better. I don't need everybody to tell me that my show is good or whatever it is. You can be able to tell me my show sucks or what I can be able to improve on. Constructive criticism is needed in growth. If you're not going to accept criticism, then you, you don't need to be doing whatever you're doing. So I appreciate everybody. And for a long time, you know, I used to, Hold on to certain things like if somebody didn't listen to my show. I remember when I first started, I used to send it out to people and nobody would respond. Or I was only a few people. And I used to be like, oh, these are supposed to be my homies and, and family members and all that. And they not listening to my like, what's up? But as you go along, you realize that those aren't the people that are going to support you. It's going to be the. The listeners, the people that you touch in other countries and and they listen to your show and, and then they're fans of your show. Those are the people that will support you and, and make sure your, your, your brand is growing and growing in the right way. It's not normally the people that you think it is. So we learn a lot of things along the way and we adapt and we move on. So I'm very appreciative. I love the journey. All Even Podcast is just going to continue to grow. The wave is building. It's growing. Just like the, the hurricane outside right now, the winds are blowing. The rain is going crazy. The All Even Hurricane is coming as well. So I'm just confident. I'm so happy. I'm so appreciative of what's what's to come, what has happened, all the people that's helped me. So shouts to y'all. Shouts to everybody that supported the podcast so far. And, you know, we got more to do. So moving on, what I want to talk about today is the breaking news that we found out about the Dallas Cowboys and the star of the Dallas Cowboys team, Dak Prescott. We heard from Adam Schefter that Dak Prescott possibly will be dealing with this shoulder thing all year long. And it might not go away. Oh, how convenient. So when I had on my show on Tuesday, I said, hey, I didn't really trust what the hell we was we was being fed. Kind of makes sense now, right? 
MRI, second MRI, we're in day 21 and things are not progressing the way it should be. Now they're starting to really come out and be honest about it. Yeah, you know, well, shoulders, he may have to, he may have to just suck this up and deal with it. Because a couple of seasons ago, you know, he dealt with this. This is something that he had a, a, a problem with. I believe it was before the Eagles game, before the most important game of the season. He had hurt his shoulder the week prior. Didn't practice all week. Didn't throw the whole week. Played the game. Did not have a solid game. Eagles won the game. They won the division. So this may be a lingering injury from back then that has never really healed properly. Ankle injury. He's overcompensating in practice, trying to ramp up, trying to throw darts through a wall. And now you have the shoulder injury. So my thing is this. The concern that I have is not the fact that it's going to be a lingering issue all season. It's at some point, surgery is going to be needed. At some point, Dak Prescott is going to have to address this another way because clearly rest is not going to help so what are the Dallas Cowboys going to do what is the backup plan do they have a contingency plan in place clearly they don't because Ben DiNucci's here Garrett Gilbert or whatever the hell his name is he's there there's no plan in place that if Dak Prescott can't go that's the guy we have to rely on so if Dak Prescott is struggling all season, they may have to shut him down a few weeks. I'm just speculating. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. But if they were forced to shut him down for a few weeks, but what if it's three, four, or five weeks they decide to shut him down to see how the shoulder responds after that? What can you expect out of the Dallas Cowboys? Can you expect them to get through to that division? It's possible. The division is not that great on paper, but... I have a strong feeling that this division is going to bounce back this year. Other than the Eagles. The Eagles are a dumpster fire. But the Giants, Washington football team, I think those teams are going to be very competitive and may shock a lot of people. So if that's the case, then the Dallas Cowboys season is hanging in the balance right now. Dak Prescott has the Dallas Cowboys season in, in turmoil. And they hitch themselves to this pony. They hitch themselves to this wagon. You got no choice at this point. You're just going to have to do exactly what Dak feels. If he can go, then go. If he can't, then you have no backup plan. So this is what I wanted Dallas to avoid. This is why I wasn't opposed to keeping Dak, but I wanted to keep Dak at a price that was reasonable for the Dallas Cowboys to be able to execute certain things, to be able to get themselves a competent backup, to maybe get themselves a, a younger quarterback and just start from scratch that way. But now you have a quarterback with a banged-up shoulder and a recovering ankle. That's a concern. So if anybody out there that's a Dak Prescott fan, Dallas Cowboys fan, however optimistic you want to be and portray this is a concern. Your quarterback has two nagging injuries right now that one can affect his mobility and the other one affect his ability to pass the football. This is a problem. I said it on Tuesday. I will continue to say it until I see otherwise. 
the Dallas Cowboys are in big trouble. They're in big trouble. Jerry must be sweating profusely right now. I'm sure that Mike McCarthy has the little box in the corner and he's starting to pack certain things very slowly. Doesn't have to be in a rush right now. But that box in the corner is going to be a symbol. It'll be something that he can actually keep his eye on and say, you know what? If things don't go right here this second year in Dallas, I may be looking for another job. Because two years of under 500 football, I can't see how Jerry Jones is going to be comfortable with that. No matter how much he likes Mike McCarthy. No matter how much he may uh, like Kellen Moore. Certain things just may need to be changed. And what I'm seeing right now, I'm not I'm not confident. I'm really not. I'm actually pretty, pretty nervous about this season. I'm not too optimistic about this season. And I can hear it now, all the people that want to make fun of the Cowboys. Cow, Dak Prescott, right? I'm, I'm just, I, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the smoke. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I can just hear it now. Ah, Coming up after the break, celebration of episode 100 with a bunch of the fellas. That should be good. On a Saturday, it's all even. What's up, everyone? I want to give a special shout out to my guy, Barry Grant Jr. from the All Even Podcast, man. Congratulations on your 100th episode, man. You've continued to just keep grinding, building your brand, man. I'm so happy for all your success, man. I appreciate you as a friend, as a brother, man, from another coast, man. But hey, keep grinding, keep doing your thing. Like I always say, man, never stop till the work is done, man. Peace out. Hi, guys. Uh, just a quick message from the number one guest of all time on the All Even podcast, Darren Campbell. Really just wanted to give a quick congratulations to Barry Grant Jr. and the All Even podcast. Can't wait for the next 100. Welcome back, y'all. So now let's get to my favorite segment, Phone a Friend. Call him up, 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 call him up. Call him up, call him up. Competing for a reason, trying to stay undefeated. Yeah. Call him up, call him up, call him up. Call him up, call him up, call him up. Call him up, call him up, call him up. Game of the season, don't lie with all leaving. Yeah. Who we have on the show today for episode 100? We're gonna have a whole bunch of guests on, obviously. But who we have on right now is my good friend Bryson Carver from the Carving It Up podcast. We also have my brother, the the shadow guy, <laughs> that's what I like to call him. Welcome to the show, Bass, Michaels, and Bryson. How y'all doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? What's I'm up, all bro? right. I'm all right, man. You know, episode 100, it's a big day for me, personally, but you know. Um, it's big. Try, trying to have fun as, as much as I can, man. But I appreciate you guys coming on for such a, a special day today because, you know, it's been a great journey. Episode 100, um, you know, that guy in the corner there, I mean, Bass Michaels, he's actually been there since the inception. So, uh, you know, I guess if you want to you want to give a little give a little backstory, Bass. Um, well, you know, big fan, first time, long time. <laughs> uh, honestly, I mean, you know, just seeing this from the inception, bro, like from the yo, us on the phone. I think we we're playing Madden, actually. Right. Running a franchise, I think. And you were like, yo, I really want to start this. I think I want to start this podcast. Right. 
And you know, I'm the worst person to even tell something like that. Cause like, oh word, you want to do that? Okay, cool. So we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to get this going. He's like the and, LeVar ball of, of creativity. Like if you're going to do something, all right, we're going to go. We're going to go. Automatically. Like the last thing you want to tell me you have, you have interest in something because I'm going to find a way to make it happen the best I can to help you get there. And bro, a hundred episodes, bro. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Come on, man. Even when you think about it, like that's, that's, Pretty, it's, it's a pretty decent milestone. I'm not gonna lie to you, especially like in a year, in a in a little over a year. You know what I mean? That's 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 cool. That's cool. My God, you're you're, you're one of those guys, and you, you couldn't do it unless you naturally had it. Right. That's kind of how I feel. Like unless you you can't go that far without being like stale or burn, burning yourself out, and you continuously keep going. You mean you you tagged up with so many dope people on the way, Bryson? You're on the list, like you. I think you're pretty dope. You got Guido, you got um, Alfred, you got like, there's so many people that, that like, I just been introduced through you on this path and it's amazing. So, you know, a hundred episodes is the first of the hundreds. You know what I mean? Right. You got to look at it like that. Cause then the thousands are coming, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm proud of you, boy. I appreciate you, boy. <laughs> Bryson, do you, do you have any kind words to say to me at least for one day, for one day? Only for today, Barry. It is a special day for you, I will say. No, uh, it, it, it was funny. We actually met, I think, through a mutual friend. Shout out Ryan Flowers of yes, Plus sir. Sports Talk. Um, but I remember I had him on my show last November. And around the holidays, early into January, uh, I, I remembered he had like put a link to your show or something, like one of your new episodes. Right. And so I, you know, I listen. I'm, I'm very curious to, to listen to, to any sports podcaster. And uh, I was like, okay, this, this, this dude's, he's got it. Yeah. And so uh, I had you on my show right before the Super Bowl. I, I remember. I remember. And I was like, okay, yep. That's, he's going to be a frequent guest on the show. And uh, no, nah, man, just what you've done for over the past, was it a, a year since you started your show? About 13 months or so. Uh, it's been crazy. And to think about the potential you have to grow this into like a, a freaking empire. Man, just shouts to you, and uh, you, you've you, you've not even come close to hitting your ceiling yet. No, nah, I appreciate that, man. I really, really appreciate that because, like I said, you know, we um we we definitely I think we we just hit the ground running, man. Like once we started, like you know, talking and 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 kind of you know seeing how how we we have the same interests in certain things. You know, what I mean, obviously, you're a fan of different teams that, than I am, but how you look at the game is kind of how I look at the game as well. So, you know, that's 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 really cool to to know that there's a, a a guy literally half my age that has the knowledge that I do, maybe even more. You know, what I mean, I, I think you're probably smarter than I am. So, um, you know, shouts to you. Uh, shouts to what you're doing. And it's, it's been a great journey to meet people like you, meet people like the other guy that just joined the room. Hi, sir. How you doing? All right, shouts to Alfred. Shouts to Alfred from the Metropolitan Report, Rap Lab. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Alfred. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name is Alfred. I host the Metropolitan Report, where, where I talk about the Mets, even though I'm preparing for a funeral service later today on today's episode. <laughs> the reason why it hasn't been one in two weeks, I was trying to see if it was a turnaround, but... uh, nah, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Pretty much, no. It's, it's, it's over, even though... Mr. Carver down there uh, was trying to send me messages of encouragement the last couple of weeks. But. <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't work. 
No, I'll try to speak into existence for you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, but uh, but yeah, man, I'm 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 new to the sports journey, but you know, I actually got, I'm not trying to not trying to you know suck up to the host of this show, but if it wasn't for all even, there, there wouldn't have been a Metropolitan Report. So, and I've told Barry that like several times. So. Nah, I- I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate you, man. So, can I can, can I tell a funny story real quick? Go go ahead. Man. You can tell all the stories you, you can. I, I will allow it today. <laughs> That's it. So <laughs> when I thought about the Metropolitan Report, the first thing I did, like I sent Barry like a paragraph in a text message. And I'm just like, hey, man, uh, I'm thinking about starting this baseball podcast. Can I like get your get your permission to do so? And he's like, <laughs> what? And I'm like, listen, I don't I don't want you to think like I'm trying to like rip be a rip off of you and 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 start talking about sports and he was like nah man go ahead like the first 10 the first 10 episodes of the metropolitan report i got nervous i'm like yo if barry don't like it then it's gonna be a flop <laughs> but, what up, fellas? what's up man what's up jock ain't nothing cool and cool and man john 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 has 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 uh has entered the room you know co-host uh the fan perspective podcast, you know, shout out to Dre. Um, yeah. you know, Alfred was over here telling the story about about you know how we met in our journey and stuff like that. So I'll let I'll let you go after Alfred goes. So go, go ahead, Al. How how did how did the the whole meetup between me and you kind of happen? Uh so um, my other podcast, the Rap Lab. You went to high school with like. Like matter of fact, not even just you, but like everybody I meet just happens to go to high school with these guys. Right. <laughs> so it's it's like you would have thought I went to St. John's Prep too. But um, but nah, so that's how I met you. You um you actually had reached out to my my good guy QG, and uh we ended up me and Rev ended up on your show, yeah, and the rest is history. So and I was and they had put me on to your show from before I even met you, so I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When I first spoke to you, I was a little starstruck, but <laughs> nah. I, and I told Bryson the same thing. I'm like, yo, bro, I listen to you all the time. Like every time I meet one of y'all, I'm I'm starstruck. But uh, but yeah, the re- and the rest is history. Even though you know you're not the best Mets fan in the world, you put that, me on trial. Hey, 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 hey! Listen, <laughs> I had to put you on trial for a reason. There was a reason for that trial. All right. So don't 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 blame me. Blame yourself for what you did. All right. You put it in there. You put it in the air. And I had to let the people know the truth. I was a con- I was a confident fan, bro. But now, nah, man, you 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 all right, man. Like <laughs> you you all right. I'm, I'm I'm glad you and I have crossed paths, bro. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, John. John, you have any kind words to say? <laughs> yeah, always, brother. You know, we joke around or whatever, but we 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 talk personally and stuff like that. But you know. Always got to mess with you online and stuff like that. You know, we go back and forth, so it's all up, though. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Man, definitely. I mean, I, I I don't remember what what actual time that we actually linked up, man. But it was kind of just like it was kind of just like seamless with, with with me and Bryson. Like we just hit it off. You know what I'm saying? Like we we right. just we just cool from from the jump. You know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. It was just you know, uh, just Instagram, like I said, and I, I do it with a lot of people. But you know, like you said, it just it just clicked. You know, I saw you. You going live, and I've been tuning in ever since. And then, like I said, we became cool, and you know, we we here now. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. It's been it's, it's been a it's been a fun journey, man. Like I've I've learned a lot, um, in this podcasting world. I remember I never had any social media before this. Like I was one I don't, of those I, people, I, right. yeah, I was one of those people that I was still don't like <laughs> off the grid. You know what I mean? 
And if it wasn't for for Baz, shouts to Baz, like he was like, all right, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna create your IG page for you. I'm like, all right, well, because I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So, you know, he did it. And then I had to learn the ins and outs of how this thing works. And, you know, it's it's really been fun to see what works and what doesn't research that you put in and, you know, the, the, the time and all the effort that you put in. It's, you know, you really have to create your your brand yourself. Like when you're when you're labeled literally a nobody, because like how how the industry looks at us, fellas is that we're literally no one, right? We don't have a name. We don't have any cachet bringing in. We don't have an audience bringing in. We're starting from the ground up. That's the hardest thing that you can really do. So, you know, shouts to everybody in here because y'all are all on y'all your own path to kind of building your own brand and building your, your, your careers and your personalities and stuff like that. It's not easy. It's not easy, man. You know, people, people that we know, like the, I think the biggest thing to me is that you expect your family, your friends and people like that to like support you 100%, right? They, they are pushing your stuff. They're listening to your stuff. They're, you know, advertising you everywhere. But that's not the reality. It's, it's basically, you know, you, you get a couple, but the majority, they don't listen. They don't push it. They don't support it. And right. you have to you have to find a way to get over that. And once you get over that and realize that what you're doing is going to the masses. So even if your quote unquote close people are not listening, you're creating relationships with other people around the world. Like I've talked right. to people in in British Columbia. I've talked to people in, in, in England. I've talked to people all over the world. People have emailed my show and say that they listen to my show. That's that to me is a very humbling experience. You know what I'm saying? The it's fact like, that people are actually listening. So, you know, there's times I, this is the message that I would love to get out there for you guys and whoever's listening that it doesn't matter if you don't think that people are listening. Cause there's times where you'll have that thought in your brain where it's like, yo, nobody's listening to me. You know, you'll see your views or you see whatever it is and just like, damn, like I'm not I'm not reaching the people that I think. But people are listening, even if the people you think are not listening are listening. There's other people that actually like, yo, Bryce is dope, man. I, I can't wait to every every Monday and Thursday and Friday. Like, you know, what I mean, like I, I can't wait for that right. show to drop. Right. I can't wait for the Metropolitan Report to drop. I can't wait for the Rap Lab to drop. I can't wait for a fan perspective to drop. I can't wait for all the the hip hop, you know, features that you guys have in your show. Like all of those things, like you don't know who's really watching. So it's it's all about just continuing to believe in yourself, believe in your product, believe in your craft and just push through like that. That one little nugget of of like false, you know, false reality or whatever it is. It's not it's not real. Like people are listening. You may not think so, but people are listening. You know what I'm saying? We, we just gotta we just gotta push through and you know we've we've uh we've definitely been together we've definitely tried to do this together and we'll continue to do this together that's the that's the way i look at things man you know keeping your 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 circle tight and making sure that you help people you promote their stuff you support their stuff that that's what it's all about because if all i right. don't if i don't make it and bryson makes it and al makes it and john makes it i'm fine with that I'll be happy. 
I never look at y'all and be like, damn, son, yo, Bryson made it and I'm I'm still here. I right. would feel like I made it too because I'm like, yo, that's my that's my man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm so happy for him and his success. Al, the same thing. If he ends up being one of the biggest Met broadcasts of all time, I'll say, listen, he he's the man. He's the man. Right. I'll never look at him like like there's jealousy. I don't I don't have a jealous bone in my body. And I think right. the people who are truly, truly successful in this life, they help and they don't have that jealousy because it's all about Facts. letting people be themselves. And sometimes, sometimes certain people get certain opportunities. Doesn't mean that you're not talented, but certain people look for things. Like if me and Bryson go into a room and we have our podcasts, he's holding his, I'm holding mine. And somebody says, I like the way Bryson sounds. That's their choice. That doesn't mean that somebody else is not going to listen to me and say, I want to give him a shot one day. But, you know, that jealousy thing, I just don't understand it. I don't know where it comes from with certain people because I don't have it. You know what I mean? I don't have it. I think if you're not. Yeah, I mean, I I think if you're not trying to elevate others, what are you doing? Yeah. Because if if, if you're only in it for yourself, you know, uh, I've I've heard one of the great motivational speakers of this era. uh, Shout out to Inky Johnson. Yes, sir. Uh, he, he's, he's talked about like, if, if you're only in it for yourself, that there's only so far you can go. Right. But if you're, if you got, you know, if you got homies like, like you, Barry and, and Alfred and, and John and, and many others, then it, it's, it's kind of like you, you, you kind of get to go on this, this journey as a group, right. Rather than just this kind of, you know, lone ranger type deal. So, uh, you know, like I said, the, the relationship with y'all has been unbelievable. Uh, again, I can't wait to see where each and every one of us goes, uh, as, as the years go by. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of my right. thoughts on that. Yeah, no, definitely. Right. Yeah. definitely. Yeah, de- definitely agree. And like I said, going back to what you was talking about earlier, Barry, just for, just what, like you said, like you, was, you hit it right on the nose, man. You always do, like I said, and with yeah. the friends and family thing, like, like I told you on your show and I tell a lot of people like, Oh, I expected it to be bigger, but at the same time, it's like, you only got so much family and friends that really going to support you. You know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. brighter audience and stuff like that. Like you guys support me, like you said, more than like family and friends. You know what I mean? And exactly. that's why I definitely, that's why I definitely appreciate it from, you know, from everything. And like you said, you can't be discouraged. You know, I, I, I'll follow y'all guys. I'll be on y'all shows, you know, commenting or whatever. At right. the same time I'm learning and then I'm, you know, helping y'all at the same time. Like you said, it's all about each other, you know, helping each other out and, and, and going from there, you know what I mean? Definitely learning every day. Like I said, Barry, you always drop your knowledge, you know what I mean? Bryson, you know, he does, does his thing as far as, you know, like just holding his own on his own show and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And like I said, everyone, we all built basically from you, Barry, to be honest. Like I said, we all met from you. From you, you know right. what I mean? So definitely appreciate you, man. Nah, I appreciate that, man. It's it, You know, it's all about, it's all about introducing, you know, other people to other people because, you know, you just, you don't know you know, you don't know what can click. You don't know, you know, what you have in common because, you know, we come from, we, t- we come from different walks of life, man. Everybody, everybody has, has their different stories, their different paths, but we all have something in common. And the thing that we have in common sports, like sports, yep. I've always said is the great unifier. No matter if we don't agree on anything else, we can always have a nice laugh and come together and have nice debates and discussions about sports. Now, the fact that we have we, we have a, 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 you know, a bond and stuff outside of sports that makes it even better. 
but sports in itself is just a great unifier. And, and that's why I love it so much. You know, I said on my boys, my, my boy Terrence show on Thursday night um, that, you know, everybody that has children or who grows up, they need to be in sports. It has nothing to do with being the, the biggest athlete. It doesn't have to be you're going to be the next LeBron James or MJ, but it's about teaching you how to be how not to be socially awkward, how to be accepted in a team. Because as you go, as you grow and get older, it's all about team. You work in a, in, in, you work somewhere. You have to be on a team. You go some, like, it's all about that teamwork and that team camaraderie. You bring that everywhere you go. And that's the way I, that's the way I approach life. It's about your teammates. How good are your teammates? If your teammates are not good around you, how much better are you going to look? I would rather have a team of people that look way better than I do than me look better than them. I just, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Like I'd rather just kind of fall to the back and let everybody else shine. Yeah. I have a big personality, but that doesn't mean that I always want to be the big personality. You know what I mean? Like All I'd right. rather, I'd rather give the baton to somebody else and let them rock because that's just the way a team works. Like everybody on the team deserves their time to shine. You feel what I'm Absolutely. saying? So that, yep. that's what it's all about, man. And, you know, we, we, we have some things on the horizon that I'm not going to break yet, but you know, that's <laughs> basically, that's basically what it is. So, um, yeah, man, Alfred, you got anything to say? Cause you, 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 uh, you a little quiet down there. What's up, man? What's up? I'm just letting you drop gems. Like you always <laughs> do, bro. Nah, but you, 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 you out here and you built the community. You're like the, uh, you're, you're, you're like the chief, man. You, you built, you built the community started with just you. And then Bryson came, then John John came, and I came. So right, right, right. Yeah, man, you you out you. Oh, I saw the smoke signal from the from the fire you made with the twigs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, man. That's, but uh, you know, we're, we're this is this is not just gonna be a a, a very you know heart to heart conversation today, fellas. We we got to get into some sports news because I am I am beside myself right now. I'm beside myself. Oh, you've been watching Hard Knocks, huh? I don't. I don't I know wanna, where you're going with. I this. don't want to talk about hard knocks. I have bigger fish to fry right now, Bryson. I think <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. I said it on my show on Tuesday. Nobody gets an MRI a second time because they just want to. Nobody walks into an MRI uh, uh, building and say, "Hey, you know, I got a little twinge in my shoulder. I just want to get checked out." Hey, you know, I've, I've been dealing with this sore calf for like two days. Maybe you can be able to check. Something's going on with Dak Prescott's shoulder, and now we heard from Chef that he may be dealing with this all season long, fellas. I'm going to lead. I'm going to give it to Bryson. John, you can take it, and then Al can take it after. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So you know, a few weeks ago when the story broke about the original shoulder injury, we obviously thought it would be just a few days. That that was every right. report coming out of Oxnard, California. Days. Exactly. A few days. Now, you know, 21 days later, it's it's an entirely different feel, I think, around the organization, around the fan base, around the National Football League. I, I will say this, and, and you know, he he Dak ha did have a shoulder injury a couple of years ago, if you remember. Yes. He obviously uh, against the Eagles. Remember, he 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 had a bad game against the Eagles because of that, right? He played bad against the Eagles. However, albeit against a bad team, the very next week he threw for like four touchdowns against Washington. So right. if he can adjust to this this shoulder injury, it being we've heard this word a lot the last year and a half, new normal. If he can adjust to that, 
I, I'm not worried about Dak. I mean, the guy who last won the Super Bowl, different injury, but he played with a torn MCL the whole season. So that, that is Brady, though. Come on. It is Brady, obviously, and he's, he's just he's he's wired differently. Yeah. But I think how Dak dealt with the shoulder injury a couple of years back, if it's something he's got to deal with all season, depth, it's obviously not preferable. Yeah. But they'll play Tampa Bay a little less than three weeks from now. And the good thing for the Cowboys is they get 10 days before their next game against the L.A. Chargers. And then about a few, few more weeks later, they got the bye. So I think it will gradually heal as the season goes on. Um I'm not as 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 worried or have as much anxiety about this as, as you do, Barry. But uh, it's it's not good news from Adam Schefter. But I don't think it's season-ending news by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, that's fair. Go, go ahead, John. What do, what do you what do you think about that, man? Man, we we it's nothing. Cause we're gonna talk about <laughs> we're gonna talk about practice. Like he, I mean, the new the new norm is not to practice anyways. Right. And then like going going to Tom Brady. Remember Tom Brady, what, two years ago was, like, on an injury report, like, every Sunday? Yeah. But, like, his shoulder or something like that. So, I think Dak will be fine. Um, Like I said, he won't be practicing as much. He's not going to play the rest of the preseason. But one more game anyway. So, he'll be all right, man. Like I said, he, all this technology and, and all this other stuff, man, I mean, it will linger. I don't think it should affect his play or nothing like that. So, I think he'll be all right, man. Like I said, he's going to get the therapy after every game, all, all that. He got enough money. He could be like Russell Wilson and LeBron. <laughs> spend a million dollars on his body. Seriously. Though. Yeah, he well, he can afford million, it. Million that true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can afford it. And he'll be all right, man. Like I said, it's not going to be nothing that's going to affect his throwing ability or nothing like that to worry about. You know what I mean? So I think he'll be all right. man. He'll be there opening day and Dallas will get smoked the first game of the season, but it'll be all right. What, you know what, what, about, what, right. what about you, Al? What do you think? Well, now. <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll play he'll play oh he'll play he he ain't gonna play well he'll play <laughs> oh come on alfred he'll Alfred's play now come on so you know you you cowboys fans might want to get on your horses and why why is oh, up, we, we trying to have a serious conversation here and now you're going to throw shots at the fan base don't do that <laughs> oh, man. don't do it hey that. listen listen you gotta get in the defensive now first, first, first <laughs> off first off Last season, the last image we saw of this man was his ankle was dangling from his foot, was it not? Yeah, it was on backwards, yes. All right. Now, now, now all of a sudden, it, 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 he's got a shoulder injury. Like, the guy, you, you guys paid him. Your, 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 your daddy, Jerry, gave him the money, even though you didn't want him to give him the money. I did not. I did not, no. And, 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 and look, and now, and, now, and now he's hanging by a thread. So he'll, he'll play. I'm not going to draft him in fantasy. I don't, I don't suggest any of you do. But oh, and no drive right. Zeke either because it's been proven that uh, Zeke is un- is ineffective when uh, Dak is not in the lineup. So Alfred dropping fantasy fantasy information, right. and, and dropping fantasy, fantasy jewels, right? fantasy gems right now. Here's here's my take, fellas. <laughs> I I hear what Bryson's saying. I hear what John's saying. I even hear what Al is saying, even though he wants to take shots. But my problem is that. How long is this going to be an issue? Because the worst thing that you can have as a quarterback is a shoulder problem. So even if he battles through this season, right? Say he has a decent season, they end up finishing 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 or whatever it is. At some point, they're going to have to go into that shoulder. Do you actually want your star quarterback that you're paying 40 plus million dollars to to get surgery on a shoulder? 
You saw what what happened to Cam. Cam had shoulder surgery, and he hasn't been the same since. Because once you start to get one injury, they start to pile up because your body overcompensates. So that's what we probably saw with Dak is that he's kind of being a little ginger with the with the ankle because there was some maybe there was some scar tissue there with the shoulder, like you were saying before, Bryson, because he had the injury a few years back. It, it's just reared his ugly head now. So this is going to be it, it may not it may not be an issue in the short term. People are not worried, but this is a problem because surgery is coming. I can already tell that surgery is going to come eventually. And if the Dallas Cowboys have to depend on Danucci and Gilbert, it's going to be a long season, a very long season. So I'm not too optimistic of what's going on, fellas. I really not, really not. You know, Ben, Ben Danucci's initials tell you what he is. B-A-D. Bad. <laughs> ben Anthony Danucci. <laughs> Uh, now, get, get ahead, Bryce. Go ahead. You know, you, you might as well if if this is an injury that lingers, and again, if, if Schefter is correct, and it's rare that he's not, you might as well get on the phone with Chicago, try and see if you can go get maybe a Nick Foles. Because right. I'll take Nick Foles over Garrett Gilbert or Bad any day Absolutely, of the week. absolutely. So, but you know, to go back to your point about surgery, that's that's the question. Ultimately, is it going to be something that he's going to have to go under the knife for? Right. I'm again, I I don't think any of us have enough information to determine that. I still think it's way too early to determine whether he needs surgery or not. Right. But the one thing the Cowboys have said, while there have been some rumblings about how serious the injury is, the one thing they've been consistent on is no September the 9th against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dak Prescott's going to be the starting quarterback. Like that's the one thing that has not wavered whatsoever. So that's, uh, again, like, you know, John, John, John made a good point about, they don't really practice anymore like they used to. So um, I think that all factors in. I, I, I think I think it'll be fine. I honestly do. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Like I said, if he – hold on one second. If he, if he – uh, like I said, it all depends on the – if you're talking about surgery, it all depends on the Cowboys season. Like if you're not in that race or whatever, then I can see them just doing it just because. Like I said, he's right. got a big – he's there, you know, what, another three more years after that, after this year. So just got to, you know, protect that that contract and that money. So – all depends on the Cowboys season if you had surgeries or but I don't know how long them surgeries usually be for like your shoulder and stuff. It depends where it, they're going it's, in. It's a long recovery time. I think when you get shoulder surgery, you're normally out um anywhere between four and six months. Okay, like I say, all depends on the Cowboys season. If you're out early or don't make the playoffs, I can see them shutting them down early and having that surgery. Like I said, it just the benefit for him for the future, you know what I mean? But I think he'll be all right. Like I said. Uh, I'll make a Cowboys prediction and Cowboys win the division. You you like didn't that. say you listen, you and Henny Dre was talking about how the how the Washington football team was gonna win. Now you gonna oh, flip no, flop. No. Now you no, gonna like, flip flop no, I, I like, and talk no, I like about Washington. Dallas. No, I like Washington. Don't get it twisted. Like I said, I the winner of that division is gonna win nine games, bro. Like that's nine hard, games. That division is really hard, bro. Everybody's nine games. Yeah, Philly gonna get one from one of you guys, maybe the Giants. They, Philly, Philly, Philly may Philly, Philly may go two and fifteen this year. That's how bad they are. Yeah, they two or three wins, but like I said, I I really think that division, man. Like I said, Tampa. That's, I think that's an L for you guys. Like it's a it's it's gonna be hard in that division. So nine wins. If you get ten, well, it's seventeen games. So I give you a ten. Okay, 
The winner wins ten games out there division. Okay, so winner winner of the division is ten and seven. Okay, so we'll 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 see how that goes. Now I'd like to switch gears here because Alfred likes to throw shots. So oh. I'm not going to allow you to throw shots on my show. Wait, 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 wait. That's not that's not with, fair. You didn't even know what I was going to say. Without without me particularly. What what were you going to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, now that you now that you say I was going to throw shots, I say this. I mean, you want to product if you want a productive Dak Prescott season, you know, Madden NFL 22 came out yesterday. So <laughs> all of you Cowboys fans can go play Madden and Yo, leave that team in the Super Bowl. You know what? You you are something else, man. You are something. So like like I said, you want to throw shots at the Cowboys fan. Right. Now I'm gonna have to get you. Your New York Jets, your John, your Jets, <laughs> Al, your Jets. Can you guys explain to me why every year it seems like, although we might be a little snake bitten in regards to Dallas, you guys take the cake. Carl Lawson out for the season. And man, how do you guys feel as Jets Nation gang green? I need to know what's going on with y'all right now because. Every time you guys sign a big-time defensive guy, he seems to not be available to play. I'm just saying, you had C.J. Mosley. He basically was has been out for two years and signed into a big deal. So what's up, guys? How do you feel, Jets Nation, Gang Green? Let me know. Well, first off, nobody could have predicted that our, our big free agent signing was going to rupture his Achilles in training camp. I could have predicted that. How could you have predicted that? You're, you're a Jets fan. It's the Jets. What do you mean? Nobody. Did you did you predict that Dak's ankle was going to hang off his foot? And, and listen, listen. That that's a freak accident. But when you come to the Jets, certain things just happen. You you know Black Cat Paul. I talk about Black Cat Paul all the time. Black Cat Jets is a real thing. It's a real listen, thing. Listen, I I went on I went on your Instagram live the other day and said that the Jets are going to have no more than four wins this year. And four you told, wins. And you told me that you see what I'm trying to do. And I yes. wasn't trying to do anything. No, 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 I see right through your, your BS. You did that because if the Jets go ahead and over, you know, they 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 go over your prediction, you're going to be like, oh, they 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 exceeded listen, my expectations. Uh, listen, I am expecting not as a, bad as fourth wins. They're not I, that bad. Listen, I am expecting a down year. They have no weapons if, if I was a if I was a, a an opposing NFL defensive coordinator, and I saw Zach Wilson, Tevin Coleman, uh, Corey Davis, and Jamison Crowder, uh, and, and Ryan Griffin as the guys who I got to stop, I would salivate. <laughs> I would salivate, especially if I have a top ranked defense. I, I would be like, "Oh, this is a oh, this is a bye week." So I I've come into see I'm I'm not a delusional fan. I have come into this season already acknowledging that we're not going to have much success. <laughs> John, what you think, man? I don't know. That that was just bad. I think I jinxed it. That was the show right, <laughs> right before that Wednesday. What was it? Whatever day it was, man, the next day he gets hurt. We had like four or five people who like got carted off that same day. Mims got carted off. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, I still stand with my six wins, though, but that is a big loss, man. Like, yeah. like I said, CJ, that Bills, like I said, the first first year with Gase was semi successful because well we won seven and nine and seven and nine Bills, yeah yeah and, and and that when Mosey got hurt against the Bills everything we changed. was winning 
Yeah, yeah, we was winning that game. Right, absolutely. They been won the game. Right, and he's like I said, he's a big boy, and like I said, that's why I said we got some, we got some talent. But like I said, with Lawson getting hurt, man, like it's just crazy, man. We, I mean, we're getting there, but like I said, six wins is not still a lot, and not you know we can get it with seventeen wins. But yeah, it just sucks. It's, it just sucks. That's why I don't watch preseason, man. Preseason is all the jinx, man. You know, we shouldn't play. None of your starters should play in preseason. Like do like NBA almost, like do the summer league and get it over with. But yeah, man, like I said, it's just yeah, it's gonna be another long year. But like I said, six wins is better than two wins That's last nice. year. That's like nice. I said, we're gonna be competitive. I mean, everyone always say, Oh, we don't got talent, but then they start naming like four or five guys. Like, I mean, on paper they look good. So we got this give us give us a chance. Yeah. Like I said, six wins. I'm not going out the window saying, Oh, we're gonna make the playoffs. Right. I'm not going out the window. Like I said, I never do that with none of my teams. You know what I mean? I'm not a delusional fan as you know, Alfred saying, but I try to, I, I, I try, I try to keep it real, man. And like I said, six wins is definitely feasible for us. So. But it sucks, man. It definitely sucks, bro. But you, you, you have, as you said on your show too, you got Smith that might be available, so we might trade for him. You know what I mean? And put him on that right. linebacker court. So yeah. we'll see. What, what, what are your, what are your thoughts, uh, um, Bryson? Well, right now, I'm looking at the schedule and. Um... Yeah, it's not looking so good for you guys. <laughs> um, first of all, you got Jim McMahon 2.0 at quarterback. Oh my goodness, uh, he, he I got, is, my, got my he, headband just for him. He, he, you look better than, than than him with that headband because he's not impressive. <laughs> he's just not impressive, man. He doesn't impress me. Well, first it's of all, with, with with him, uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but man, it matters. I don't see it with Zach Wilson. I don't see that. I see more cocky than confident. Yes. Like, you know, you know, yes. you know me, Barry. I'm not a Mac Jones fan, but I see, I at least see more confidence than cockiness, if you will, yes. with, with Mac Jones. Um, obviously, losing Carl Lawson, you know, was, was just devastating for, for, for y'all, and that just sucks. Um, but look at this division. Buffalo's by far, it's their division to lose. They're in the Super Bowl picture. They're probably one of the five best teams in the NFL. They're going right. to win the division. And so at that point, I think it's a battle between Miami and New England. And that could go either way because I'm not so sure about either's quarterback play at this stage in the the game. Um, Mm -hmm. But I look at the Jets. I like Robert Saul. I really do think he's going to be a good coach. But today, you can't say he's he's not the worst coach in the division right now because Sean McDermott, what he's done in Buffalo has been amazing. Amazing. Unbelievable. Right. Belichick, that speaks for itself. Uh, right. And then Brian Flores, what he's done in just two years with the Miami Dolphins, you know, big shout out to him. Well, yeah, um, now you're right. You're right, Bryson. I think you have to call him right now the worst coach in the division because he's, how, unpro- he's unproven as a head coach. Right. How fair is himself. Right. He, he hasn't coached a game in the NFL no, yet. No, I understand right, exactly. that. I'm, I'm just saying that you, if you're going to rank them, he's going to be four. Yeah, not, he's not going to be anywhere else because he hasn't coached the game yet. So he's going yeah. to be by default, the worst coach in the division. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's all I'm mean. saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like I'm, I said, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to come like, at you, man, bro. All right? <laughs> like I said, and like I said, I ain't arguing with nobody. We're definitely going to be orphanated. Like, we're coming last in that division. Yeah. Absolutely. New England, you know, they added talent. Miami's is all on tour. They could win the division if tour plays properly. Yeah, I, like I don't know about that. To. I don't know about that. I think, with listen, with that tour, if tour comes to play, bro, Listen, man, it's different. They got talent everywhere, like yep, every but, position, man. But let's keep Miami's it on very talented. Has They're any, more talented than Buffalo. Has anybody in here? I I disagree with that. 
I disagree with that. Ha- has anybody in here ever thought that Tua was really, really an exceptional quarterback? I did coming out of the draft. I did. I liked him a lot. Uh, accuracy. But my, my biggest concern for him was injuries. Right. But you look at last year, and I, I don't know if the hit factored at all. We're going to find that out this year. It's possible. But you look at he's getting benched multiple times for Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, who's a career journeyman backup. Uh, you know, arm strength did not blow you away whatsoever. Not at all. I, I think out of the 35 quarterbacks, qualified quarterbacks that played last year, I think two is ranked like 32nd. Right. And so he was down near the bottom. So, yeah, yeah. listen, you, know, you, you think about another quarterback, and, and he's not in a very good situation at all as we speak, but – Think about Jared Goff and how horrible he was his rookie year and came back the next couple of years and got the Rams to the playoffs. So, um, listen, I, I don't think it's fair to judge two after just one season, but, you know, it's kind of the old Bill Parcells saying, like, if you bring a rookie quarterback in, you kind of let him develop his first year. By year two, you need to start seeing some real improvement. And if there's if you still don't see it by year three, you cut him. Exactly. That's, kind of, that's kind of how it goes right. in the NFL. So. Um, I don't think Miami is more talented than Buffalo. They are extremely talented, but hey, uh, like you said, it all hinges on Tua. Bryce, I know you do your research and you're good on on paper. Come back to me on that. Check check position by position. Check just check it. I, I just defensively, if, if, I think they're better. I agree. No, I think defensively they're, they're better. better. Yeah. Offensively, right. come on, man, come on. Uh, offensively, so let's, they got so, better weapons. They got so better weapons. Stephon Diggs. So let's do it. So better running That's backs one. in Miami. One. Do, you, do you think Miami has better running backs than Buffalo does? Absolutely. Devin Singletary is better than anybody Miami has. I agree. What? Of course he is. Devin Singletary, man, he he just he he's supposed to have a big year last year. He, as Alfred was talking about some fantasy stuff, like he disappointed all the fantasy people. I, so, I had him on my fantasy team last year, so I know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I didn't yeah. say he was. I didn't say he was great, but at the same time, uh, you know, he, no, he's but, better than anybody but, Miami has right now. No, watch and then um, which caller had a thousand yards last year? What's his uh, name? Uh, Gaskin. Uh, Gaskin. Yeah, Gaskin is better than Singletary, bro. Don't sleep on Gaskin, man. Gaskin's all right. He's he's, he's, he's not bad. He's a good player, he's, but I don't know. If... Yeah. Now we'll go to the receiver. You said you said um uh. What'd you call it? I receiver, but Diggs, okay. Now, now what, what's the Miami receivers? Go ahead. I like Jalen Waddle out of the draft. Gasecki, I will say this. Gasecki is the better tight end than anybody at Buffalo has. Gasecki okay. is mad underrated. Yes, he is. But look Come at on. the other receivers. Do you, do you really try? I mean, you know, he, he's, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but Cole Beasley, one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. Right. Uh, two-time Dummy of the Week champ on this show. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got other guys like uh, 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 John Brown. Is John Brown still there? No, I, no, I, think, I think he left. Did he leave? Left. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And so that, that obviously hurts him. But And then, and then quarterback. We, we all know it's a quarterback-driven league. And the, the no, gap between this, Josh yeah, Allen yeah, Tua, no. it's the Grand Canyon. Yeah, absolutely. Five further. But, uh, yeah, they got – remember, uh, Miami got Fuller over there too. They did. Will Fuller. Yep. So, like I said, the Miami receiving core and tight end, I give it to Miami. Running backs, I still like Miami, but it, it could be a toss. The running backs, like I said, I mean, the quarterbacks, like I said, Josh Allen by far. Yeah. How about the line? What do you think about the line? Buffalo does have a side of line. But yeah, they do. They do. I, Miami's I, line isn't great. I think Buffalo, is, I think Buffalo has a top five line, in my opinion. The line, right? Yeah. So, you get Buffalo line. So, it's more closer than what, you know. 
Nah, you're right. I mean, Bryson, listen, you know what I mean? It's 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 interesting that you put it that way. I just believe that I've always said this about you know Buffalo that they have the 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 trio, right? They have the the football trinity, is like I, I like to say a good owner, good coach, good quarterback. When you have that trio, just like New England had for 20 plus years, you're going to win more times than you're gonna lose. Anytime yeah. you have that situation perfect and they're all in sync sapatico like you know what i mean it's always going to be good so that's what buffalo has more than what miami has more than anybody right, else in that division has right now so that's why buffalo is is the toast of that that division but you're right i think you know you said that the nfc east is gonna be you know maybe tough this year i think the afc east is gonna be very very tough and very very um underrated i think i think that division is gonna be really really hard all games are going to be competitive. The Jets always are very competitive against the uh, a Patriots. Right. You know, the, the, the Dolphins are always competitive against the Pats. Um, you know, the Bills are always competitive against the Pats. So you, you have these, these, these rivalries within that division that are really, really good, and it, it, it makes for good football. So, you know, I'm really interested to see how that, how that breaks down this year. Right, right. No doubt. Absolutely. Now, did you guys hear this? My man, Hall of Famer, wide receiver, Terrell Owens wants to make an NFL comeback at age 47. Why? What is what is what is he doing? If nobody wanted him at 37, why would he feel that people want him at 47? Go ahead. He this right there. I got this. So <laughs> this you is yeah, you, you can know, carry this one. Look at you know, when you look at T.O. at just his his physique, he's in ridiculously great shape. Amazing shape. Um, and by the way, Always. you saw him. You saw him run. I, I think he raced Tyree Kill, and he he pushed him. He gave him run yeah. for his money. Yeah. And so, but that doesn't mean you can necessarily run the routes exactly. like Tyree Kill can. And he he's never right. been a route runner. He's never been a great route runner in his career. No, never has. And so, when you look at the fact that you know he bounced around the league, he hasn't played in the NFL. Correct me if I'm wrong. Since 2010. This is Tim Tebow all over again. He's just not switching positions. He's yeah. he's he's forty seven. Obviously, in my view, he's one of the three greatest receivers ever. You look Absolutely. at his numbers. I mean, he was just dominant. But do you think they're going to take a guy who's been out of the league for ten years, who's closer to fifty than forty? Right. Uh, that, no, nobody's nobody's going to sign To. Nobody's going to sign To. If if a team signs To. I, I I wouldn't even know what team would do that. There's some bad organizations in the NFL. I really right. don't think that any team would actually say, you know, that T.O. guy, let's try to give him a workout because why? You know, if you if you sign him, the circus is coming to town. Yeah. So you don't you don't want that type of distraction in your locker room, even if he can be productive. That's just you know, we're right. not even talking about the production side of it. We're just talking about everything else that comes with it. So that's the problem is that why I, I, I think if he wants to make a comeback, I would rather see him try to play in the CFL or something like that. Or wait, wait until the XFL comes along and play there. I think T.O. in the XFL would really be good. I think it'd be good for ratings. I think it'd be good for him. I think it'd be mm-hmm. good for that actual, uh, that organization and, 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 and that, that league because they, they're going to need star power. So why not wait for that? Train, train all season and wait for the XFL to come around and, and, and play there. But I, this NFL thing, you know, no, no. What are, you, uh, what are your thoughts, Alfred? I'll tell you this. So, T.O. wants to make a comeback. There is a perfect place 
in the NFL form. Where's that? The NFL has a sponsored flag football league. <laughs> That's where T.O. Man, he put up crazy numbers. <laughs> and, and now, mind you, I was the biggest Terrell Owens fan as a kid, right? And from his days in San Francisco to the Eagles and even to the dreaded Cowboys, I was always a T.O. supporter and a fan. He's the reason why I dislike Donovan McNabb. <laughs> However, no, the only people who can approach Outside of Tom Brady, the only NFL position that a player can have at that age is if he wants to convert to a punter or a kicker. Right. And I doubt Terrell Owens is going to punt footballs at 47 years old. Nah, he's not going to do that. And then even so, what team would want to take him? Even the worst NFL team is not going to want to no. take. And then not only that, remember, Terrell Owens is somebody of, of, of high stature. So he's probably going to demand some type of ludicrous contract that's not going to be worth it i don't think i don't think he would i think i think he just wants to play i think he would take the vet men and play honestly you think so i i mean that's rough and and we've seen what happened before when when these older receivers try to either hang on or come back look at jerry rice and what was it 2004 with the uh what was it the bears and the seahawks didn't latch on broncos i think i think it was the broncos last team was the broncos yeah I, th- I, swore, I, Chicago, I swore yeah. it was Chicago, but um, even uh, even Ocho Cinco uh, is funny that Hard Knocks is currently airing because right uh, with the Pats that 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 was that was a bad and the Dolphins yeah. and the Dolphins and the Dolphins yeah. Joe Joe Philbin cut him on Hard Knocks, which was yeah. hilarious. Well, I remember yeah. the reason well, the reason why he got cut was because of the uh the domestic the stuff. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but so. but even yeah. so, like you know, to have To sit down in a room like he's an undrafted free agent and get the speech from Joe Philbin. I mean, uh, Ocho Cinco get the speech from Joe Philbin. You're a heck of a football player, and you're going to latch on somewhere in this league was was just crazy. But now nah, Terrell Owens in the NFL, I can't I can't see it. The only the only person pushing over the age of forty who can have a premier role is Tom Brady. But I don't see To coming back. I don't see him. He probably he'll pro- you know what he's going to do. He's probably going to rent a high school football field out and have a showcase or a <laughs> yeah, workout. Yeah, he probably right. will. And there's going to be I'm scouts a- from like seven teams, seven bad teams that are not going anywhere. Who knows? Maybe they might even revive NFL Europe to give him a chance. <laughs> so, but I don't see him on a on an NFL roster. I'm sorry. I'm telling uh, you, man. Hey, it's, speaking, it's- just real quick, speaking of NFL Europe, how dope was the defensive line coach of the Dallas Cowboys? He's the man. He's the man. That dude's awesome. He's the man. He's definitely the man. I, I, I like that guy. I like that guy. Oh, matter of fact, what do you guys think of Hard Knocks? I mean, me and Bryson are, are, are a Cowboys fan, so we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit more biased. But what are your thoughts on Hard Knocks, fellas? Uh, I watch Hard Knocks every season, regardless of who's on it. I've always, you know, my favorite part of Hard Knocks: the hidden camera all the way in the corner of the ceiling in the coach's office, and they're like, "Hey, uh, coach wants to see you in his office," and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so you like you like the cuts? That's what's wrong with you. See, I, I know I know that you are a very dark-hearted, dark, you know, just 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 awful. Person. No, because it's always no matter no matter what year, no matter what team, if they tell you bring the iPad or bring the tablet or bring the playbook, <laughs> you know you're getting cut. And then the speech is always the same. You're you're a heck of a player. You're you're really gifted, and you're gonna find a place in this league. You know what? You're I'm right. Sure. You're absolutely right. I would love for 
these coaches or whoever's doing the firing to just be honest. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I don't like the way you run routes. I don't like the way you run routes. I don't like the way you, your, your uniform is always <laughs> dirty and messy. Your, your room is, is terrible. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're leaving the, the, the dishes in the sink. All of these things we don't like. And this is why you're getting cut today. If you can be able to clean these things up, maybe you'll end up being an NFL player. Like don't, don't sugarcoat it. Don't just tell yeah. me that I'm a good player because if I'm a good player, I should be on the damn team. Don't tell me that. Give me the truth. I need more candid stuff from, from these guys that are doing the firings. So I'm actually with Alfred on that. Like, they need to kind of change it up. I'm with you, man. I'm My with only you. issue with hard knocks, and this is not just with the Cowboys, but every single season, there are just certain players on the team that you see them in the background, like when a coach is on the sideline talking to the quarterback and the guy will jog by in the background. And he's actually a decent part of the team, and they just don't speak about him. Or he gets, like, one mention, like, every 40 minutes. <laughs> of course, they don't that, they they usually don't put like they usually don't put Super Bowl contenders on hard knocks. They just whoever has the biggest true. story, the biggest offseason headlines, they're gonna throw on hard knocks. Like they wanted to put Jacksonville on there. That'd have been interesting with, with Trevor Lawrence and uh Tim Tebow, but uh yeah, I think they may have even wanted to do Tampa Bay as well. But uh the Cowboys would probably at least this year a good choice. I you, think I think they need to start doing that though. I think you you know there's a criteria for hard knocks. I think you had to have like missed the playoffs, like maybe either the two consecutive seasons before, before you can get on. It's I believe. Gotcha. So yeah, no, no Super Bowl contender, and then also they want drama on Hard Knocks. You can't put the the Buccaneers the the season after they won the Super Bowl. It's all harmony. I don't know, man. I'd like to see Tom Brady punt some footballs and throw yeah, his helmet. Th that's the thing, man. I think I think doing a hard knocks for the Super Bowl champions, whoever it is, I think that'd be cool because it's still fresh in people's minds that. This is the champions of the league. So you would want a little bit more insider insight on that. So I think that they should start to maybe go that that direction. Whoever wins the Super Bowl, let them have the hard knocks for the for the next season. I think what they should do going forward, they should take a fan vote, give like five or six teams and just let the people vote for who they want to see on there. I like, I like that, that too. Yeah, because uh, hard knocks, as much as I love the show, there have just been some seasons. I didn't care for the Browns. I didn't care for the Dolphins. The Falcons were okay. But but certain 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 seasons like last year, I didn't care for the two LA teams to be on there at the same right. time. So, but I, I was a big fan of the uh the Oakland Raiders two years ago. That was a good one. I enjoyed it. The, the I'm uh I'm an A B fan, and in the last episode, they caught him going at Mike Mayock. It was just great. My favorite, my favorite one, I honestly, I think the Jets had one of the best hard knocks. Oh, yeah, and they uh you see them outside the diner. They're not inside, but like yeah. they're shooting the diner from outside. But the audio is inside. Right with the to Revis to negotiate the contract. Yeah. They had they had a real good hard knocks, man. I think, nah, yeah. I think Rex Ryan was the star of that hard knocks that year. He he was. Yeah, really like you, like you said, it's all about somebody with a uh, with a story. Like you know, what I mean, they want the dysfunctional teams. Yeah, whatever like that. Like Camardi didn't know how many kids he had. Like he had to think about it and stuff like that. I, yeah, he, and, he showed, and he showed it. Right. Like, I got, I got all my. All right. Here. He got, he got a right on his, he got a right on his palm. Yeah, he I got, got right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, oh, but, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't really watch Star Knocks like that. Like I don't know, I just don't watch it. All right, so switch again, switch again, fellas. Bryson, I know that you are a big advocate for looking at NBA schedules for the season. <laughs> what are your thoughts on opening night? What are your thoughts on the schedule that you've seen so far? He's already at the stadium, as you can see. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, for, for those those listening, I got the Oracle Arena behind me. Rest in peace, Oracle Arena. Uh, but, you know, I always look, look at the opening night and then the Christmas Day schedule. Those, those are always and, – and then Martin Luther King Day. I don't know if I checked that one. Yeah. Um, but opening nights, could you get much better than Brooklyn and Milwaukee? Milwaukee's going to raise the banner. Brooklyn seems like everybody's picking them to win the finals this year. It's like a foregone conclusion almost with some people. Right. Um, so that'll be interesting. You know, in, in the series that they played last year, I said on my show that before that series started, I said, I thought that was the finals. Like those are the two best teams left. And you know, it went seven crazy games. So uh, can't wait for that one. And then Barry, we're, we're, we're going to have to put some, we're going to have to put a bet on, uh, on the oh, second oh, game. Oh, now we could do that. We could do that. We could, we, we could do something. We could do something. Yeah, Warriors Lakers at the Staples Center. Clay won't be back by that point, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, that'll be awesome. And then Christmas Day. I mean, you got Atlanta and and the Knicks are back on Christmas. You got I like that. I like that. You know, they they have Bucks Celtics. I'd rather the Sixers been in place of the Celtics. Personally, I, 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 I I'd have, I'd have been more in favor for that. Uh, I'd rather have the Bulls. What's that? How many how many televised games did the Bulls have this year, John? Did you check? Not. I didn't check, but I know it's not that many. They I know should have, Lakers. They should, they should have I, the I know. Lakers, Lakers always got the most. Yeah, Lakers, they got Golden got State. Yeah, Lakers and Knicks and, and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't have. I mean, we do, but we don't like not. We're not like top five in national teams. I think. I think you stuff. guys are gonna be. I. I really believe that the Bulls are must see this season. I, I want like no matter if they're bad or good. I. I think that that team is a team that I want to watch. Like, if they're, interesting. they're on TV, I got to watch the Bulls play because I want to see how Lonzo – can Lonzo be able to segue into a leadership role? I want to see him take that step as a leader. We know his intangibles. We know he can play defense. We know that he's improved the shot. We know that he's improved his free throws. We know that he's, he's up to scoring over the past couple seasons. But can he take that step as a leader? Because if he can – with the DeRozan on there, you have Vukovic, you have Levine. They may be, they may have something here that they can be able to kind of build on. I'm not saying right. that they're a playoff team this year, but if things go right, they could be. They definitely could be. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those people that look at a team on paper and say, oh, "Okay, I know." We got, I gotta see how the guys gel. I gotta see how the chemistry works. I gotta see what the coaching plan is. I gotta see how Billy Donovan kind of puts these guys in place and sees and sees what happened with that. But um, if everything breaks well, man, I think, I, I think that they can be one of the most exciting teams in the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah. Like I said, that's why I said, that's why I said top five or six, you know what I mean? Yeah. And in, in, in the division. So that's technically making the playoffs, right? Cause it's the top yeah. this is it. the seven, seven and eight, right? They're the ones I got to compete. Well, I mean, so, they got, yeah. they, they got the playing tournament again this year. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you don't want to, yeah. You want to be six or five. So. But yeah, I, I, like I said, as a Bulls fan, it's, it's exciting because you know between injuries and just not being talented like the last four years, right? It's been just been a struggle, man. I'm like, man. But I, I really want to see. I think Ball will be fine. It's it's the Levine and and the Rose to see how they mix yeah. on the floor. That's what I really want to see as a, as a fan and see how they gel and see how they space the court and stuff like that. See how they play. So. Yeah, that, that's what I'm looking forward to. But like I said, going back to the TV games, though, but 
Like I said, we got a couple, but we're not we're not in that top five though. What else yeah. they got? Bryson on the um, TV schedule. Uh, no, just I was gonna say the Christmas Day schedule. They've got uh, my worst take on the Suns. That should be an interesting game in the I'll, middle I'll, of the day. That that's actually gonna be a good game because Clay should be back by that point. They, all the yeah. reports say that they're targeting Christmas. Yeah. And then obviously yeah. the, the the big one is 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 Lakers Nets. That'll be I mean oh, all the celebrities will be at the Staples. Man, man that'll be awesome. Ooh, you got you got the trio going against the trio. Mm. Oh, and and there's storylines mixed everywhere into that trio. Oh, it's just it's. Oh, we talking about Russ versus KD. We got Braun versus Kyrie. We got Russ versus Harden. This, this is, this is special. This is it's going, yeah, it's going, yeah. it's going to be big time. And listen, if the NBA is listening, Adam Silva, y'all may, y'all may have to do some conspiracy. You may have to rig some games. We need Nets, Lakers, NBA final. That might be the highest. Rated NBA Finals in the history of the sport. We need it, so y'all gotta, figure out a way to get it done. Whether you gotta pay off some refs, do whatever you gotta do. Let's let's see it. Let's you see heard it here. Down. You heard it fit here first. Barry wants the NBA to rig the entire season. You heard I, I think, it here first. I think Tim Donaghy has been banned, sir. Call him yeah, back. Yes. Call him back. Okay. Call no, him back. No, no, no. He's repping like rec league games nothing, now. <laughs> right. But no, and they then the rig, rig nothing, man. Yeah, the yeah, nightcap is is no slouch either. You got Dallas and Utah, Luca yeah. versus Donovan Mitchell. That'll be an interesting game as well. So I think that's the NBA true. that should not be I'm a going. nightcap though. They should they should have put right. that on at like that's at like, at like twelve yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. That's it's, terrible. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. terrible. That's that's terrible. Right. I, I don't by, by the time by the time we're listen, we're gonna see <laughs> all these good games. Right. Exactly, we're gonna see all these good games, and by the time that that game gets on, snooze fest. People are gonna be asleep. Snooze. They're not, they're not gonna snooze. care. Spe- and I right. if I gotta see Rudy Gobert. In in prime time, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> how, how about you close your Christmas day with Rudy Gobert? No, 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 yeah, can't no, do that. I'm can't good. Do. You gotta, you gotta do the voice one time. Can't, can't close my Christmas with Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. No. I, I, I will, I will say this about the upcoming NBA season. Um, we're going back to 82 games, fellas, and we're, I can't, and we're, I can't wait. And we're starting the season in October, so that I only can't be, wait. Thank God. So right. that that only leads me to believe that the injury bug will increase and catch more people. You think so? I think so because remember, they came from the bubble where they had that infinite layoff. Some teams didn't play in the bubble. Then right. this season that just passed, we saw a, a litany of guys go down. Right, right. Uh, guys who are usually durable at that, and that was seventy-two games in a more in a condensed season. So now. You're starting the season. What? When did last season start? Around December twenty second. December twenty second. All right. Yeah. So you started a season in December and played seventy two games, ten games short of a normal year. Now you're going back to the regular schedule and it's starting earlier. the The finals this year ended in what? July. July twentieth. Yeah, but yeah. they have but they have a long off season though, a. So I, I think I think yeah, but the finals have... have never by by the time June mid June usually is when. The finals used to end. Yeah. So now you right. push that up a month, and then you give these guys what August, nah. August, September, and you're and you're you're playing by October. <laughs> not not to mention the young guys got to play summer league and preseason. So somebody, yeah. some people are gonna go down, bro. We well, don't have to worry about wear and tear with the young guys, though. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't think we're gonna have that because if you if you look at the Lakers, for example, they were eliminated early, so they got they got. LeBron has a lot of rest. AD had a lot of rest. Uh, Kawhi and those guys, Kawhi went down. So obviously he's going to be rehabbing. All the guys that had injuries last year, they they have enough rest to be able to recoup. 
I don't think right. that I, I, I really they're not going to condense the season again. So yeah. I don't think that there's going to be a problem in regards to injuries. Now, granted, it's it's sports. You're going to have injuries. Right. You're gonna you're gonna have, have injuries right? you're, but I don't think that you're going to have as much soft tissue injuries as we had last season yeah. because of the condensed yeah. schedule. That's why we saw a lot of soft tissue, uh, you know, hamstrings and ankles and and backs and all that stuff. I don't, I don't think you're going right. to see that as much this season. It'll I, be more I agree. spaced out. Yeah. I agree. Like you said, because they're getting back to the normal. I mean, right. we're not back normal, but for our scheduling and stuff like right. that, you got to think they had this, they couldn't practice, they couldn't do as much as they couldn't wanted do anything. to. Yeah, couldn't do right. anything. Right. So now it's back to the, all right, we meet training camp. We got this, right. we got that. So I think it'll be fine. Like I said, injuries are going to happen. Like injuries, you don't, you can't, you can't predict injuries. You know what I mean? Right. But I think everything will be good. They'll go from there. Like I said, the barring injury and stuff like that, Barry, you don't got to pay nobody. You don't got to, you know, shout them out or whatever. Barring injuries, man, it should be Brooklyn. I got to make LA. sure. I got to I'm one of those fans, John, that I got to make sure. Okay. I got to make, <laughs> I, I don't like a good competitive NBA final when my Lakers are in. I want dominance. I want it to be over early so I can be able to celebrate in four or five games. I was very upset in the bubble because we had to push a six. I wanted it over in five and I wanted it over quickly. But, yeah, you know, I, that's just the way I am as a fan. I, I, I get nervous when I watch my team in the finals. I need it to be over quickly. You know what I mean? No, nah, I hear you. As, yeah, as a fan, you definitely, yeah, you definitely. It's like for football. Like, you want your team to go up 25 Yeah, I, I want to go out. I want to Who, who? Who ever roots for man? I just want to see a good game. I don't want to see that yeah. as a fan. I want Dallas uh, to win fifty-two to one. That's what exactly. I want to see. <laughs> exactly. I you can't agree. even score one point in football, but that's what I want to see. Fifty-two to one. That's what I want to see. <laughs> hey, you know what man. I mean? Like I think everybody in here was happy when we saw the Patriots destroy the Eagles in preseason. It's preseason, yes. but I saw that thirty-five nothing, and it made me smile. It made me smile ear to ear because the Philadelphia uh, uh, Eagles are just this is a dumpster fire, and everybody hates them. Everybody hates them. Nobody likes Philly. Nobody. But you know likes what? I'll, I'll go back to the NBA season though. A, a couple of quick things. Number one, uh, and I talked about this on my show the other day. How ironic that the guy who apparently, according to the NBA media, was the MVP. Yeah, he ain't playing on Christmas. Right. The NBA didn't think he was interesting enough to put on Christmas. That 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 to me is very yeah. interesting, bro. Like like even even the 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 opening day, you know, schedule, like the the big games. Phoenix is not there. Like they just don't respect Phoenix. I think yeah, I think exactly. so, so does that help Phoenix next season, oh fellas? Do, do you think that they play with a chip on their shoulder and try to prove that they're one of the best teams yeah. in the league? Or or, yeah, or the late Dennis Green says like you are like we we are what they thought they were you know what I mean like that's that's what I think like I said I think they're just overachieving and I think people will be on their neck to you know to beat them and stuff like that I think right that's that's, they gotta watch they back Phoenix next year yeah like like, they're not gonna be second no more and all that I can see them fifth or sixth right you know fighting for that or whatever but yeah just like I said it was a fluke season and they got to the finals they got their chance because Paul guys check and that's it yeah definitely man definitely it's different when you're the hunted in the right, Western right. Conference, especially when you, I mean, I think this is going to be, I, I'm definitely not going to go so far as to say it's going to be better because there hasn't even been a preseason game uh, that's right. taken place yet. This is, I, I'm more excited for this NBA season than I've been for any, probably since the 15, 16 season when, you know, you had like, you know, Kobe going out the way he did, you know, you had the Warriors win 73 and all, although it broke my heart, the Cavs coming back from three, one down, 
right. the series before that, Golden State came back from 3-1 right. down. So the dunk contest was amazing. And so going into this season, I think we have more like true legit contenders than we've had in a while. Yes. I mean, you're talking about the right, Lakers. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm not that high on the Clippers this year because Kawhi's out I don't for a think, while. I don't think right. anybody – I don't think the Clippers organization is high on their team this year based yeah, on the moves they that not. they made. Right, I'm not. not. I, I'm not going to completely rule out Phoenix yet. I'll, I'll give them. They, they listen. They won the Western Conference. Give them their respect, and they they're bringing back pretty much everybody. Uh, Denver's getting Jamal Murray back. Right. Golden State's getting Clay Thompson back. Right. Um, and so you know, I look all over the West, and I th- I, th- I don't think they're a championship team, but I, I really like Memphis this year. Um, Port- know, out Port- east, Portland is still there. Obviously, Portland is 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 no pushover. Right. Then you look out east. You obviously got Brooklyn. You got Philadelphia. You got Milwaukee. Uh, you know, Atlanta was two wins away from the finals. Got there's the so many teams this year. Right. What's that? The uh, Knicks. The Knicks. Right. So there's there's so many teams this year that you look at and you're like, man, this is this is gonna be a crazy season. Yeah, right, right. yeah. You 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 may see some teams like you may see so a, a good amount of teams maybe win 50 games this year. That's how yeah. good that these teams are. And they may right. be able to kind of you know make the make the uh, the conferences really tough because maybe the top five teams are winning 50 games. Who the hell knows? Right. Maybe the top six teams are winning 50 games. Who, who knows? So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be a good season, like, like Bryson said. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, but let's kind of get into what you were kind of you were kind of talking about. You didn't really get into it, Bryson, but the Draymond yeah. Green KD interview. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. here watched it. Bryson broke it down on his show. I didn't get to break it down, but what do you guys think? I guess I'll let Bryson kind of, kind of, you know, let him That's start off head, and, and then we'll, we'll go around. It left me depressed. <laughs> it left me sad. And I don't know if I've really recovered from it yet. <laughs> um, I watched the whole thing as it aired on YouTube on Bleach Report. And it kind of confirms what I thought all along. Hmm. After I saw about a year later, I, I don't remember when the interview took place. It was about a year after the incident took place. Right. Uh, Draymond Green was interviewed by ESPN and they asked him about Kevin Durant. Katie had already left for Brooklyn at this point. And they asked about like, are you, are you guys okay? Are you cool? He said, yeah, we text every day. I'm like, boy, that's a quick turnaround. Right. Uh, and, and so I'm like, then how, why was there so much bad blood in the organization? And we find out that, it was poorly handled by a general manager and a coach who I have great respect for. And uh, it's surprising. I was especially disappointed in Steve Kern. I see John, John, you got your bulls hat there. There's a little bit of reference there because Steve Kerr, we saw the last dance. Somebody was arguing with somebody every five minutes in that documentary. And don't put that freaking Yankees hat down. John (laughs) hate. God, I hate the Yankees. Point is, the point is that Steve Kerr was with the Chicago Bulls. He got punched by Michael Jordan, right? He, the right. Scottie Pippen thing happened when he refused to go in the game. Right. And I think it was 94. So the fact that he handled this so poorly and acting like KD said, like it never happened. What are you doing? And, and then the, the big one that even at the time was, I was like, what the heck are you doing? Suspending Draymond Green the very next day. I'm like, just to try and keep Kevin there. Like, I don't think suspending Draymond or not spending Draymond is not going to make a, a bit of difference right. in what Katie's final decision is. 
And then the final thing, and I'll, I'll pass it over to whoever wants to go next, is I, I've heard some of the media say, I'll just call it one, Stephen A. Smith, that, you know, where was Steph Curry? Folks, Steph Curry wasn't even in the arena that night. He was back in the <laughs> Bay Area because they had just he had just gotten hurt. He had like a groin injury. Quick flight to L.A. They played the Clippers. It all went down. They went right back home to play Atlanta the very next night. So they just decided to keep Steph in the Bay Area to get right. treatment. If Steph right. was there, I don't think this ever happens. Possibly, yeah. So that's that's just my thoughts on it as a, as a really depressed Warriors fan after watching that interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh, I don't think I don't think Curry would have made any difference because we know who's the, the alpha, like far as locker room wise, is Draymond. Like he holds everything down. And he's not gonna bite his tongue for anybody. But I mean, it's interesting. But I think as far as KD wise, I think he was leaving regardless. He can say a lot of things. He didn't really basically said, oh, I'm, I would have stayed, you know, like his words didn't come out, but I think he would have left anyways. I mean, it would probably made a harder decision, but I think he would have still left anyways. But it's still interesting to, 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 to hear from, you know, from both parties or stuff like that. Like, you know, the GM try to do this and try to do that. And how Draymond even talks to the GM and the coach like that is kind of kind of ironic. But like I said, I think KD would have still left. Uh, but you never know. Like I said, hey. Time time has went and we're here now. So it is what it is. Uh, I, agree with, I agree with John. I think KD was leaving regardless. And you you could have kind of told that uh there were issues there because the way prior to him rupturing his Achilles in that finals against Toronto, like they this was a team that had won the finals each of the two years before, and you would have never known it by the way they was playing. No chemistry. Um arguing all season long. I think, and and I could be wrong here, but I think from day one of that season, KD knew he was out. That he had his mind made up already. Like, and a lot of people that I that I speak to, they don't like KD because you know the whole can't beat him, join him thing, where he left OKC for uh, Golden State, and yeah. uh, even though he did win the Finals MVP, so you know you right. can't really say that he 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 latched on and got a ring, but. Right, right. You know, I, I know that left a bad taste in people's mouths, but I knew from the moment they got KD, that wasn't going to be a long term. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I think right, when right. they signed him in 2016, even as, as excited I was as a Warriors fan, I'm like, I don't think he's going to be. I didn't think he was going to be there more than two years. So I'll take three. Yeah. Right. So uh, no, I agree with you. I don't think it was a long term thing at all. But just to hear how that went down in November of 2018 was just po- very poorly yeah. handled by the Warriors front you, office. You you guys ever notice when when players and teams make a win now move like because that's what i categorize durant going to the warriors as yep. it was a win now move for both parties because kevin durant probably realized well if i want to win a chip uh it's best if i go there and the warriors were like yeah we want to beat lebron so we have to manufacture a team that can do so right. and anytime and, and this is not just in basketball but baseball football like anytime there is a win now move for both the player and the organization it, the marriage usually never lasts long and it usually ends in some ugly type of way. That that's, that's fair. I mean, it never right. really ends like how, you know, quiet and the, the, the Raptors and, you know, he, he goes there, they win a title, they part ways, you know, the, the Raptors fans don't have any animosity towards him and vice versa, you know? So it, it's, it, it, it definitely does end poorly. Most of the time, Alfred, I, I definitely agree with that, but, Here's my take on the whole thing. Watch the interview just like you, Bryce, and I watched it a couple times. And what I took from it, the first time I watched it, I said, you know what? This is exactly what 
what I was saying when it happened that, you know, the Golden State Warriors tried to appease to Kevin Durant by suspending Draymond and that didn't make matters any better. It made it worse. It kind of, you know, it kind of made the divide even wider, in my opinion. Now, obviously, we're on the outside looking in, but listening to them speak, what I got from that was I got a, I got a lack of accountability on both ends. After watching it over, like I said, I watched it three times, and both of them passed the buck to management. Now, granted, Steve Kerr and, and, and Myers, they didn't have to suspend Draymond, but what they were trying to do was keep it together and say, as a team, we have to nip this in the bud now. We got to try to make sure that you be able to apologize, get it, get it, get it behind you so we can be able to move forward in the season and focus on winning this third, this, this third championship in a row. They right. looked at it as, okay, well, we got to do it our, our, in our own time. Okay, granted, but you got to see it from both sides, right? You see it from the player's side that these, got, these are two friends. They, you know, Draymond is in his feelings. You know, he's, a, he's an explosive guy. He's going to apologize or do it on his own time. As a head coach, though, seeing that type of blow up in the game, you do not want this to linger into the playoffs. So you as a head coach, you're the fixer. That's what they pay you for. They pay you to put the lineups together. They pay you to make sure the team is, 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 on, is on par. Everybody's The chemistry is fine. Everybody's working in sync. If you see that, you are automatically in panic mode because you need to fix this. And if you're, and if the guys that are involved are not trying to fix it, what, what is your other option? I, mean, I, I got to go, I got to go with the upper management. Maybe they can be able to speak to these guys. So I understand both sides of it, but what I didn't like is the lack of accountability that both of them had. Like I didn't hear, yo, my bad, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to publicly say, Hey, you know, we effed it up. We shouldn't have did that. Obviously, you know, tempers flared, but you know, that's, that's on me. You know how I am. That's what I wanted to hear. What I heard was, yeah, yeah, you know, the management, they did this. They're like, nah, they didn't do that. Management put this team together. Management made sure that this team was a championship team for as long as it was. It had nothing to do with what decision they made or what they didn't make. They needed to take accountability. Just like how we've heard Steve Kerr take accountability and Bob Myers take accountability for what happened. I didn't see, I didn't hear that from them. And that's why I didn't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think you make some compelling points as far as they didn't really say, yeah, we, we, we temp tempers went too, too far. We, we, we went too far in, in, in what was said uh, more on Draymond's end to, to right. be fair. Like Katie didn't start this whole thing. No, 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 no. Um, well, well, technically well, as, a, as a basketball player, I understand hmm. Draymond's side of it because if somebody's clapping at me like that in the game, I'm not giving you the ball because like I'm, I'll be damned if you over here clapping at me like that. Especially if I'm a basketball player and I have an ego, no. If I'm a role player and I'm somebody who just sits in the corner, yeah, I'm going to give you the ball. Don't clap at me. I see you. You know what I mean? So I understand. Right. But yeah, good. And, and some of that is, you know, we're we're just reacting based, based off the results. Because, yes. you know, we saw that playoffs after KD was out. That's yeah. that's all that Draymond did. He's just pushing the ball, right. getting the Splash Brothers open for threes or getting, right. you know, Kevon Looney or Andrew Bogut open for dunks. Right. Um, and so that, that's his game. And that's, that's when, when he's at his best. So I, I, you know, that's, 
again, we're reacting based on results, but to use an old Steve Kerr quote, and I think he got this from Greg Popovich, is he said 10% of coaching at this level is X's and O's. The yes. other 90% is about managing people. Absolutely. And I don't think they did a good enough job because, you know, I actually read a book uh, while I was on vacation a month ago. It was, it was called, uh, I can't remember what the, what the name of the book was called. It was it, Ethan Strauss wrote it um, talking about that whole season, the 2018-19 season and the ins and outs of it. But, uh, you know, like, like, like it was just pointing out, like Steve Kerr like tried to keep everybody happy and then act like it never happened. Right. KD did put him in a tough spot with not really coming out and saying he was staying with the team or this is my last year or whatever. But uh, I think Steve definitely could have managed, managed the situation better because it's not like he's been, yeah. you know, he, he's been this in this league for a long time as a, as a player, as, as a coach, as a front office executive, even as a broadcaster. So um, I, th- I think Steve yeah. deserves more blame than Bob Myers does in this regard. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah, Mar. I mean, this, that was what? fifth uh his fifth season as being a coach so you know he's still handling everything he's never really handled adversity like yeah, that or exactly. locker room right. issues like exactly. that exactly he he, he, he went in there and won a championship perfect, yeah he walked into yeah, a perfect situation a yeah you know yeah. what i mean well That's what, what, listen i would know I, I i do defend steve kerr here because i think mark jackson was a great coach and they had won 50 games but they were six seed and got bounced in the first round a year right. later, Steph won the MVP and they won the finals. Like Steve did have something to do with no, that. No, no, no. He definitely has something. No, to do he with did. That. What I mean is that you know the the it, the it it was already a cooked meal and he came and just kind of right. prepared it. You know, kind of cut it up a certain way and made it look nice. Like what what right. he brought in regards to motion, the triangle philosophy and stuff like that. That's what got them over the top. So he he definitely right. deserves some credit for no, it. But absolutely yeah, not all of it. But what 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 right. John is saying, I agree with him. Is that there was no adversity that they had to face since he's gotten there. This is the first time that you can actually say that there's a problem that everybody can be able to see. And, you know, he didn't really know how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, that, so that's, that's the thing. All right. Bass, what you, what, you know, Bass, Bass came back to the show, man. What, what do you, what do you feel about the whole, uh, did you see the Draymond uh, KD interview? Absolutely not. <laughs> so what, I come to you guys for all my sports, bro. I don't go anywhere I, else. So what do you think? What do you what do you think? In like, what do you think was the reason why Golden State broke up after the year that uh, Toronto beat them in the finals? You know, KD goes to the Nets. Like, what was your thought process with that? Um, I think it, it probably came down to like the injuries. I think the injuries had a lot to do with it, but then, you know, KD just, I think KD's a cancer to a team personally. I think he's very talented for himself, but I don't think he's, he's not the guy. Interesting. Interesting. He's not the guy. That's a hot take, think, man. Yeah. Yo, he, he's, uh, he's been very consistent with his hot take. He's never been a KD fan. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I, like he's, he puts Braun on this pedestal so high that he know he wants to be him and the goal is to be him, but he'll never, mm. he'll never reach it. Shots. Shots. And that's, and I feel like you know you need, like Brooklyn didn't do what it was supposed to do, and they were supposed to do it. Like it was no way around it. Yeah. In my opinion, it was the East was theirs, but it's it's chemistry. I don't think I think he has that me versus, you know, having a team chemistry, and that thing that's what sets him back. Okay. All right. Well, so we're, we're not gonna argue with you here. That that that's your point. But you missed a good Jets conversation. 
What are your thoughts on the Jets? Carl Lawson going down. What are your thoughts on uh, Zach Wilson? You know, do, do yeah, you have you have two other Jet fans in here. Alfred's a Jet fan. John's a Jet fan. Alfred said that the Jets are going to win four games this season. What are your thoughts on that? I'm a longtime Jet sufferer. <laughs> I would tell you that I don't know. I got hope. I mean, Carl Lawson going down was a big hit, but I have faith in Corey Davis, bro. Okay. I have that. That's what we didn't have last year. I feel like even um, it's just I like the wide receiver core. Like it's not, you know, it's not amazing, but we're gonna be surprised to see. I think that we'll be able to win games offensively. I think the defense is always gonna do what it's gonna do. The AFC East got harder, but. Same token. I think we'll go over four. I, I could literally see us going at least squeezing six or seven, maybe eight, depending on matchups. Okay. And and injuries. But, um, you know, we'll just see what these guys do. But I like it, though. I like the energy. You know me. I'm Every year is a, a whole new opportunity, bro. So well, listen, I'm man, sure you, you guys feel the you, same. You got you got Alfred there, who's a who's a very, you know, he's a he's a. I don't, I don't know what to call him. He's a miserable Jets fan. And Not he, miserable. Realistic, sir. Realistic. <laughs> best I'll, line, best the Jets the way Barry is with the Mets. Let's right. Put it that way. Listen, listen but at least I'm not going to go outside and, and huck my, my Jets hat halfway across the street. Don't, Never don't, doing just, that. Just because Never I, doing that. Just because I do what I do doesn't mean that I don't love my team. I hawk every hat outside, okay? Cowboys, doesn't matter who it is. I think I'm going to be throwing a lot of Cowboys hats this season, just like I threw it last season. Listen, just the way it is. New, new Era must love you because you make them a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no error, man. Before, I, I, I I it's crazy. <laughs> remember that, uh, Barry, remember that game where uh, Kaepernick first started? Oh my Jets. goodness, bro! I threw that oh, Jets hat yo. straight on the field, bro. That's <laughs> the game. Like. We were we were there. We were at the game where Kaepern the Kaepernick mania started. We were there. We were there. I think the Jets lost. What, what did he lose? Thirty something to nothing or something? Bad, bro. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't score a point that game. I don't believe. I don't remember that game. Did he did he run all over y'all? Huh? I don't remember that game. Did he did he run all over y'all? Yeah, he, that was the year he, like he, he just ran over Green Bay. Nah, in the yeah, he, he did some he did some damage in that game, man. I I I think I think he might have had like 140 yards on the ground or something like that that game. Like they were, hey, they, hey, uh, they couldn't stop it. Right. Hey Barry, Barry and uh, Bryson, what's the, what's the Jets' record against the Dallas Cowboys in the last ten years? Why why you got to do that? Just a little shot. Just a quick. Just you a little know, shot. You that's see, all. You see what I'm saying? Just this is the, the Jets fans. Just a little. They just tend little. to want to. Wait, wait, wait. They tend Hold to want to throw I'm, shots at us, Bryce. I don't understand. We don't throw shots at them. They want to throw shots at us. You don't throw shots at us. What? I think saying Zach Wilson isn't Joe Namath is a shot. <laughs> well, look, well, listen, I'm more than just a Jets fan. Well, uh, Barry and Bryson, you two know. Listen, I, I am also an employee of uh, of the team. All right. Hey, so. you, yeah, you're biased. Sure. You gotta yeah. protect the brand. You gotta, you, gotta make, the brand. you gotta make sure that you say some nice stuff, or else they'll 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 shit can you. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not trying to have that happen. I, I look forward to <laughs> I look forward to shooting a t-shirt gun at halftime. <laughs> Listen, hey, man, man, you see that guy at the bottom, Bass Michaels wants tickets, so you gotta make sure that you hook him up. Will do. Hey, yeah, let's do. We should. Hey, man, we should do it. 
<laughs> we should do it. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a five hour six hour drive, man. They'll, they'll I'll go, come, for, come I'll go for a game, man. Come yeah. come, come down, man. We'll, we'll, we'll make it a Sunday, man. Come down. We, we got to do 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 a podcast or whatever, and you know, make it a make it a make it an event. For sure. Exactly. You know, That's a movie. Hey, Bryson's in Tennessee, man. You you, you hop on. Oh uh, no, nah, yeah. We'll, we'll get it done. <laughs> no, nah, let's see. I, that's I think a whole, uh, second, that's a whole vacation right there. Right. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. No, yeah. I've never been in New York, but you know what? They're actually uh, their final home game this season. I'm sure y'all Jets fans know. You know who it's against? Philly. So it's, it's a, a division rival. Nope. It's not division Bay rival? Buccaneers. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Mm. And by the way, you finish at Buffalo too. Mm. That's, that's two I said. Yeah, not... That's two guaranteed losses right there. Definitely. Okay, can we can we do a not, no two losses? I think I think the Jets may score a combined fifteen points in those games. Come we got to do an over under. Yeah. Nah, that's over. We're going over. Come on, man. Over Put some respect. Put some you know respect, what? You know what? Against against right against two They'll, of those great. No, no, no. Listen, what I'm gonna tell you is they're not gonna be playing for nothing at the end of the season. <laughs> they'll not, be they'll score some garbage time points at Buffalo. They'll score no, some garbage time points. I don't think so. I don't think you don't think so. I don't think so. We're gonna split the uh split the um the wins with Buffalo one and one. You gonna split the baby? You split the baby? Yeah, we're gonna split it. We're gonna split it. I don't. Okay. I don't what, what do you think, Dad? <laughs> how, how many how many points y'all y'all gonna score against Buffalo and 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 Tampa Bay, man? I mean, yo, don't get hype on Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa Ooh. Bay is gonna be the same Tampa Bay as last year. Another hot come on. That was the replacement team. That was Shane Falco. That was all the guys that <laughs> you know, that was all last shot. Falco, <laughs> sir, you're a Jets fan. No, nah, <laughs> you were in the I'm, same. I respect the team, though. No, but this, just team. hear me out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were in the same division as Tom Brady for 20 years. 100. percent Have you not learned your lesson? You don't bet against this guy. <laughs> right. You don't. You don't. I'm telling you guys. When I watched Super Bowl 51, when he came back on Atlanta, I said, "Never again will I bet against this guy ever." I'm done. Listen, he won me a fantasy championship last year. I won't. I won't even go against the guy, <laughs> him personally. But the overall team, destruction. I, I don't know, man. Okay. That that defense is pretty solid, man. That that they nah. got some. They got some young, heavy hitters over there, and we're, we're gonna see. We're gonna see week one. I I think if Dallas is smart, they let Ben DiNucci play week one. Don't even throw Dak out there. Let Dude, Dak do that play. Kid. Let Dak play week two, man. Like throw Ben do, or just yeah, sign, sign somebody off the street and let them catch it. Like don't don't, don't be right, do man. that. So It'll first, right. so first we need to tank the season so the Lakers and Nets make the finals, and yes. now we just need to throw the first game. Yes, yes, yes. Oh wow! Hopefully, that hopefully. that is that is sound logic, Bryson. Sound logic. Okay, that's just all even logic. Just logic. That sounds like America's <laughs> team. Hopefully somebody doesn't throw Dak's ankle. Uh, would you stop? Oh, Come on, oh, Alfred. Would you stop? Oh. You just leave the man's ankle alone. What is, oh. what is with you and Dak, man? I I, I like no. the guy. You throwing shots at the man. Hey, you Listen. can't say nothing about throwing shots at Dak, Barry. I don't throw shots at Dak. Yes, you do. Uh, I've had you uh, on my voice show. Change. You were upset when he got the contract. Listen, I've always voice said, I've always said that I hate the contract. I don't hate the guy. I, I didn't say you hated the guy. It's the contract, man. <laughs> it's okay. the contract, man. Oh, the facial expression, the, 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 the tone in your voice, everything just changed. <laughs> 
Bryce, Bryce, don't, oh, don't, yeah. don't try to call me out on my show, man. Don't, don't try to call me out on my show. Yeah, okay. you're right. It's episode 100. Exactly. Just just leave it for 101 or something like that. You call me out on that one. <laughs> just 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 let me have my show today. Okay? No, I but, got you. I got but, you. But, but, but can, I, can I ask you, what's a realistic win-loss for Tampa Bay? Because last year I saw him being good, but a lot of people – you know, I think they surprised a lot. Well. Yeah, they surprised a lot of people. I, I think that um, really they won ten games year, last year, eleven games. Yeah, they were eleven, 11 games. Yeah. Okay. Right, realistically, right. I mean, you know, and think about it too. That was a team that everybody didn't have training camp last year, so they had to learn on the fly about how they're going to run their offense. The fact that they're having a training camp and Brady can be able to really dig in and 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 get exactly the cadences and, and, and the rhythm and the timing with his guys. Realistically, mm-hmm. I don't see them losing anything less than 10 games. I mean, uh, 10 wins. Like they have, they'll have 10 oh. wins for the season. They'll be yeah, like, ten, anything less than 10, 10 and six. Yeah. 10, right. 10 and seven. Well, ten, how's it work now? 10 and six, 10 and seven, 10 and seven, 10 and seven, seven, 17, 17 games. games. Yeah. So they'll, so they'll, they okay. won't, they won't win any less than 10 in my opinion. I've got them going 13 and four, but for the record, I will say last year, last year on my show, September 10th, if I'm not mistaken, I did yeah. say that Tampa Bay would beat Kansas city in the super bowl. And you know, okay. 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 Nostradamus. Yeah. Okay, no, I, okay. I, I think I, I remember saying that to you and you told me I was talking. You're you both, you both, you both said it to me. I thought you were both nuts. Yeah. You're right. Hey, right. Bryson. I'm with you, bro. I'm, with <laughs> I'm you. just saying, uh, no, I, I'll give them. I think at worst case they, they go eleven and six. I mean, yeah. there there are some tough games. You got the Rams on the schedule. You got the Colts. Um, who, who's who's going to give them the run for their money? But as far as their division, they may lose one. They may drop one, like against the Saints or the Panthers or even Atlanta. Right. But they'll run through their their division. That's five wins right there. Um, you know they, they've got some. I think they play the NFC East this year. Um, so you know they'll they'll take at least three of those. Right. Um, and so you're talking about a team, like you mentioned, Barry, no off season last year. You're talking about a quarterback that, you know, broke into a dude's house thinking he was the offensive coordinator last year during the pandemic. Uh, but, but you're bringing everybody, you're bringing all 22 starters back, which has right. not been done since 1979 for a Super Bowl champion. That's crazy. So you got OTAs training camp preseason uh, sky's the limit for this team this year. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think, I think they are the class of the NFC. By far, I think there's a huge gap between one and two. Obviously, if you're going to put two, you'll have the Packers there. I still have the Packers at number two because they're still a talented team. Can they win in the playoffs? That's a different story, but they are a talented team. Then you have a drop-off from there, which you're going to put Dallas. You're going to put Minnesota. You'll put all these other other teams in, in that pot, that tier three pot. Yeah. But, you know, it's if, if Tampa struggles, which I don't see, I think the NFC is really wide open after that. You know, any yeah. team can be able to to step up and and say that they're the second best team in the league. Like I think the Rams, I think with yeah, Matt I really Stafford, like I think Rams, I, yeah, I think I think Matt Stafford is going to change life for Sean McVay over there. I he's like going to be Rams, like yeah. he's going to be like, "You know what? That's what a quarterback looks like. I haven't had one since I've been here." So, right. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a quarterback. Yeah, and everybody actually, else, yeah. like, you know, the Giants, I think the Giants are going to surprise a lot of people. I like the Giants. Um, I think Washington is going to surprise a lot of people. I, think, I like Washington. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, not, to, not for nothing, as much as I clown this guy, I think 
Detroit may shock a lot of people. Oh my goodness. I'm 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 not saying that they're going to be a playoff team. I'm saying that for what we know Detroit to be, what they've done in the draft, they had the best draft in my opinion. I think that they have built a nice nucleus there. They can be able to surprise some teams and possibly win 6 or 7 games this season. So we'll see exactly what happens, but I think that they're going to be one of those teams that kind of people are going to look at and say, "Yo, the, the Lions play hard and they're they're not one of those pushover teams anymore. Are they a playoff right. team? No, I'm not gonna say that, but I think they're gonna they're gonna take steps okay. to become a reputable organization, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you cleaned kneecaps it up. I'm glad you breakfast. cleaned it up. Huh? I said uh, kneecaps and tibias for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you cleaned it up. You had me thinking you might say Detroit. Nah, 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 nah. Definitely not a playoff team. Definitely not a playoff gotcha, team. Gotcha. No. Now, I like it. Like I said, I like I liked it the Rams, man, before Cam Akers got hurt, man. That was yeah, that hurt him. Well, I mean, they, I, they have they have some depth in their backfield, but it, are they Cam Akers? No, but they do have depth. They can be able to do a running back by committee like most teams do. So I think they'll be OK Um, if there's you know, if there's somebody, you know, on the free agent waiver wire or whatever. I think they could be able to find somebody that they can be able to sign possibly yeah. in the season. But um, you know, my, yeah. I, I think they'll be all right. Yeah, that was my favorite out the NFC. Yeah. I still might keep it. I still like them over Tampa Bay. I'm, like I said, Tampa Bay, they overachieved. They did what they had to do. You know, they got the gold as quarterback. So, okay. So let's do, do what they do. Let's do a round table. So you have the Rams at the best of the NFC. Bass Michaels, who you got at the bottom there? Best of the NFC. I don't know, man. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say it, man. What about you, Al? Bucks. As much as I hate Tom Brady, because he made my life miserable for all the for two decades plus, the Bucks. Yeah, I think I think I have the Bucks too. What about the AFC, fellas? I think it's a two. I think it's a two team race. Kansas City and Buffalo. I, I Cleveland. Yeah. I I don't trust the quarterback in Cleveland. I just don't. Me neither. Me neither. I, like I, I mean, you. I mean, they've got the roster. I think they found their coach. Kevin Stefanski did a heck of a job last year. Yeah. Um. You've got the offensive line, the the best running back duo in football by far. You've got the receivers. Odell's coming back. You've got the defense, which got, got better in free agency in the draft. Um. They got everything, bro. Everything. I just don't trust everything. the quarterback. It's the quarterback yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, they have everything, bro. Like I said, Buffalo, Cleveland. Kansas City, obviously Kansas City. Uh, who else I have? Yeah, that, that's my three. I see you three. Baltimore will make will make it tough on some people, but um, yeah. I don't see. I don't think they're on that level with those other three teams. Uh, I'm I going agree. Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo with uh, Kansas City as a close second. I think the Super Bowl loss is going to haunt them. Yeah, I, I got I got Buffalo yeah. as well as the as the toast of the AFC. I give you Sur- Buffalo. For sure. Sur- surprise team. In the AFC, who is going to surprise people this season? Chargers, Chargers. I'm I'm going Chargers too. Well, you got Herbert. I'm going Chargers. I, I, I that kid is phenomenal. He's he amazing. Has, he has he has some Peyton Manning in him. I'm telling you, he has a difference making type of aura around him. Where it's like, if I'm here, we're gonna win, and that's that's just the way this organization they they have a confidence to them right now because of that kid. So I, I'm definitely going Chargers. What about you, Al? Don't sleep on the Raiders. Okay. I like that. I like that one. Don't sleep on the Raiders. Just remember, uh, uh, what you call it? Um, they're, uh, 
Jacob, Josh Jacobs. That's the guy. He's good. Yeah, Josh he Jacobs. Is pretty good. And uh, I think Darren Waller is a top three tight end in oh, the NFL. He's, so, he, he's, he's legit. He's legit. He's a beast. Yeah. Don't, don't sleep on Oakland. Derek Carr, I know the last couple of years, everybody, every year is, is going to be his year. I think I think this year may may finally be the year because that team, they've been, that, the core of that team has been together for two years now. So right. this is their third well, season. They, they're they're in Vegas now, right? Pro. What's that, Bass? I said they're in Vegas now. Yeah, they're in Vegas. Vegas yep. So yeah. They might have that new luck, man. They might have the beginner's luck out there. The it's... only thing I worry about with the Raiders is defensively. They're yeah. awful on yeah. that side of the ball. Offensively, they... I, I agree with you. Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, they're they're fine. It's just they're, defensively. Their secondary is really bad. Um, really, really bad. They can't they can't really stop people over the top. So, you know, if they they they're gonna have to get out to big leads and try to see if they can be able to bend, don't break type of you know, defensive scheme. But um, you know they they they're not that great defensively. Uh, what, what what do you think, John? What what do you what is your surprise team? I don't know. Like I said, Herbie, that ain't surprised to me. I mean, he had a big year. I think everybody's putting him a little higher than he needs to be. Yeah. Right now, at the moment, um, I like Cleveland, but like I said, they sky's the limit is on um, Baker. I like Indy. I like Indy. Really like Indy. Like, I, but the surprise team, I say the Bears. Okay. I think just no, so, I no, was talk, with you, bro. Oh, well, you go NFC. We're talking about AFC. What about AFC? Oh, AFC? Uh, I'll go Indy then. I'll go Indy. Okay. Indy so, 11, 11, 11, 12 games. So, NFC. Taking over Tennessee. NFC, you're going, you're going Bears. Mike, uh, Ka- yeah. uh, Basco, you going, you going Bears too? I like Bears, bro. They, they address their main issue, which is that quarterback. That's true. And now they got two solid options. They still got receivers. The defense is what it is. Right. And their run game was solid last year. I think, yeah, Montgomery's coming along. He's coming along. What, what about you, Al? Don't sleep on the Saints, even though Drew Brees is gone now. I'm sleeping on them. I yeah, I'm def- I'm definitely sleeping yeah. on the Saints. <laughs> I'm taking night. I'm taking night quill. I'm taking night quill and eight. Yeah, I'm mean, sleeping eight hours, Alvin Kamara is going to run rough shot, man. I'm, They're going to get a wild card. I'm going into a coma on the Saints. Okay, right. that is, I'm definitely not picking those guys because right. without without a competent quarterback, that line is not that great anymore right now. I think the line is a little shaky. Kamara is going to struggle and struggle mightily. Yeah. Trust me. Right. All right. I'm getting good, they make the good, playoffs. Good eight I'm going to this convo. That, you're right. You're right. We definitely got to come back. <laughs> right. We all come back. You come on the show and everything. You right. Do what you got to do, man. If they you, make the playoffs. You come, on, you come on anybody's show. You come on my show, go on Bryce's show, go on Josh's show. And say that you said that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, okay. Be able to do that. I hold y'all to it. Yeah. Yo, what do y'all? What are y'all thoughts on the Bengals? No. 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 Nothing. I got nothing. No. Nothing. nothing. Uh, they compete offensively. I think they could do some, but Jamar. See that defense Jamar Chase is scaring the executives right now. They are worried. They are very, very concerned about that about that wide receiver. Oh, he got hurt, right? Didn't he get hurt? Something not like not really getting hurt, but he's dropping passes. He just doesn't uh, look like a confident guy. He took and, a year off, too. Yeah, so it's like I think there's a lot of rust that he's going to have to knock off, so maybe the expectations need to be a little lower for him. But obviously when you're that big, you're that physical, you're that fast, you have a connection with the quarterback, they're going to expect more out of you. But I really think that they need to kind of taper their expectations because – He's going to drop yeah. a lot of passes, a lot yeah. of passes, a lot. They should have picked. They should have picked Sewell. Definitely yes. should have picked. Yes, Sewell. they should. I, I agree. I agree. We did the draft show with Ryan, and and that was yeah. There was no second guessing on that. He he. They should have taken yeah. him. When you when you have a when you look at your quarterback's knee and you can visibly see the the ACL scar on his leg, that should always say to you as a as management, 
offensive line, offensive line, offensive line, blind side, blind side, blind side. Like you got to make sure that you protect that guy and getting a wide receiver, no matter what the chemistry is, it's not going to help that because if he's on his back, that wide receiver can't be effective. So it really doesn't matter. So they're doing the exact same thing that Indianapolis made the same mistakes with Andrew Luck. You're, yeah. you're not hiring same a competent thing. coach. I don't right. trust Zach Taylor at all. I don't know offensive line. Instead you're drafting receivers. And while you got T Y Hilton and Reggie Wayne, well, that's all good and fun. Like you said, man, it means nothing if your quarterback's on his on his butt the whole time. So exactly, um, and especially with the injury, uh, I, he's still got that big brace on his leg Huge. Uh, during training camp, which really concerns me. Yeah, um, this is why I I have my doubts about Burrow coming to the draft, and some of it was the organization he was going to. Exactly, exactly, definitely, a hundred percent, man, hundred percent agree with you guys. But listen, I'm about to wrap this up, fellas. We're gonna go into rapid fire. What, what, what I've never done rapid fire with all these people here. So let, let's, let's go ahead and do this. Let's start with, let's start with, uh, football here. Better wide receiver. We got Marvin Harrison, Isaac Bruce. We got Tory Holt, or I'm going to put another, put a, a, another one out here. Steve Smith. Marvin Harrison. Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. He put up ridiculous numbers. Everybody's going Harrison? Yeah, I'm going to go Steve Smith, man. Steve (laughs) Smith was my guy, bro. I I wanted to with us. Smith was my guy. (laughs) I always (laughs) needed him in fantasy. He always showed up, right? Absolutely. Okay. That was my guy. Better tight end. Shannon Sharp. We got Antonio Gates. We have uh, uh, was Travis Kelsey. And what's the other? What's the other big man? Um, uh, Gonzalez. Who's better? Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. You got okay, Gonzalez. We got Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Gates and Gates. Mm-hmm. I got Gates. Yeah. Interesting. I am going Shannon Sharp. I love. Oh, you want to be? Yeah, you want to be on the show? I got you. Nah, yeah. I, I see. Think, I, think I see what you're doing. No, I, think, I see. What I think Shannon Sharp was a great. It's okay. He was. It's great. okay. He was it's okay, bro. He was great. It's okay. I, I, it's okay. I got you. I, 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 am, I am not a prisoner of the moment. Okay. I like to Shad, I, I like listen. to go back into history Shad, and, and, and give my man's man. they, they Shout out to Shannon Sharp. Help is he, on the way. <laughs> but he but he is not in that that core right there. How is he not? He's a Hall of Famer. He should he's have been not first in that Hall of Famer. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's not he's not in that core though, but okay. We're good. So you, you still go Gonzalez though. You hate you hating already. Hating already. Gate, no, I hate Shannon Sharp. Yo, come on the show. There you go. That's what you <laughs> want to do. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> oh, let's see. Better what running back. Curtis Martin. Edgerin James. Sean Alexander. Or I'm gonna put another one that people tend to forget about. Terrell Davis. Curtis, my favorite Martin. Yeah, I would Curtis probably Martin. also go with Curtis Martin. Curtis, Curtis Martin. Martin. It's, it's a clean sweep, man. It's a clean sweep. Everybody, everybody goes Curtis Martin? Clean sweep. I'm going, I'm, I'm going Edron James. He was good. <laughs> Just to be different, of course. Edron right. James was a beast. He was. No, he was. He was. <laughs> We're not denying that, but over Curtis Martin? Nah. Nah, nah. nah. Curtis Martin Curtis Martin's a legend. He's definitely a legend. Uh, let's see. Better 
Okay, let's 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 switch gears and uh, let's go to NBA. Better team of all time. Hmm. We got the what was it the '95 Bulls, right? We got the 2016 uh, uh, Golden State Warriors. We have the 2013 Miami Heat. And then we have the 2008 Boston Celtics. Better team. Chicago. The Bulls. I, what, do, what do they say? You know, uh, I hate to use a, a bad Warriors meme, but uh, what is it? Um, 70, 72 and 10 has a better ring to it. Or something like that. It does. Like said. Yes, it does. It does, man. Like when you hear seventy three and nine, it's like yeah. There's like a there's a and there's an asterisk to it next to it. <laughs> and I hate saying that, but right. there is. That's true, man. It's been it's been etched in our heads 72 and 10, 72 and 10. Like we don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah Golden State actually did win. They went 73 and 9. That's right. That's right. Right. Was that the year KD was on there or no? No, oh, that was the year four. I was the year before. Okay, now nah. I would take I would, I mean, not to go off subject, but I, that team was better than my Bulls. 2017 but, was the greatest team of all time. Okay. But I take my Bulls all day. Other than that team, the, any Bulls just about tied around with just about better than oh, just about everybody. I am going to be the only person here that's going to be very objective. What you got? Boston, I'm, huh? I'm going with the 08 Celtics. Wow. Okay. Not, 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 not after that stunt that Paul Pierce pulled on my leg. Listen, that team, When if people remember that team, that was a dominant team. They beat everybody up, and it wasn't even offensively. They locked you up defensively. There was nothing you can do. There was nothing you could do with that team. That was one of the most frustrating teams to watch because it's like, how do you score against them? You got perimeter defense. You got interior defense. KD, uh, K, uh, Kevin Garnett actually won a defensive play of the year that year. Uh, Ray Allen was great. Paul Pierce was great. You had uh, you had Leon Poe on the team. Rondo. Whole, Rondo. That, that team was something else, man. So I'll, I'll be objective and say Celtics. I'll definitely be objective and say Celtics. Yeah, it was good. Better big man. Who would you guys pick? Shaquille O'Neal? Hakeem Olajuwon? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Or we're going to throw in some other ones here. David Robinson, Tim Duncan, and Patrick Ewing. Kareem. Kareem. Easy. Listen, Shaq in my top. Shaq in my top five, man. Players all the time. Five? Wow. I'm going with Shaq. Yeah. I'm I'm different. I like different, man. He was the most dominant center of all time in his prime, but Kareem did it over a longer period. Well, watch you, Baz. Who are you going with? Um, Tim Duncan. Hey, damn. Tim Duncan, he was a most underrated, man. I like, he was I like most underrated. People like forget him. about Tim Duncan. If that Ray Allen shot doesn't go in, he goes six for six. Right. Right. Man, that's the but, most underrated player of any sport, man. And we're, we're, and yeah. we're having Tim we're Duncan. having a different conversation about his legacy if he wins six titles. Mm-hmm. No, nah, right? I think we had the same. We had the same, bro. It just, he's so quiet in San Antonio, so they all just mellow, man. That you don't, you know, you forget yeah. he won, he won two MVPs and all that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He listen. He had he, <laughs> he had a, a man. He man. had a quiet, dominant, dominant career. Like it was just like it, you think about his career. You really think about his career. Like, yo, two MVPs, five titles. 
the man went to the playoffs every season that he was in the that he was in the he was in the league. Yeah, exactly. that's crazy. Like, and exactly. won, and basically won fifty games every year he was in the league. It's like that's what I'm saying. It, it just Most. it just doesn't make sense, man. Of the 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 run of dominance Most. that he had was was really really special. So yeah, I I, but, I, I respect that. I respect the Tim Duncan. Um, hey, you gotta respect it. I can't never argue with that. Yeah. yeah. Now we're gonna end it on who is the better shooter all time? Reggie Miller, Ray Allen. I'm not gonna say Steph. I'm not putting Steph in there. I'm not putting Steph. In. It's not fair. Okay. Uh, or, yeah, my, or, or my man, Pedro Stojakovic. Ray oh, Allen. Ray Allen. Jesus, subtle work, man. Jesus. Yeah. Reggie. Got you, bro. I'm going to go with Reggie. Reggie? Now, Reggie was only motivated go when Spike Lee was sitting in the front I'm, row. I'm going Reggie. I'm going Reggie, too. I'm going Reggie, too. I'm going Ray Allen. If you're not putting Steph in it, or my man, right. Clay Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> I think Steph and Clay are probably the two greatest shooters ever. Facts. I can't put them in there. It's not fair. It's not fair. No, I got no, I got yeah. I got okay. I got I got to give all the people their flowers. I can't. Bryson, you only saying that because you're in Oracle right now. No, <laughs> I'm not saying that just because I'm in Oracle. I'm saying that because every three point record outside of Ray Allen's, which is going to be broken this season by Steph, Steph and Clay held every single one pretty much. He's over. He's yeah, over. Nah. He's over here signing, yeah, but, signing nah, Bra- state checks right now, man. Right, right. Now, nah, Bryson buy, hey, me a dime. <laughs> hey, man. Bryson grew up with them, man. So that, that, nah, that's his team. That. That's his team. You got to respect That's what I'm saying. Him. He grew up with them, right? I can't, I can't, I can't hate on Bryson for, for loving the Warriors and seeing because he grew up in such a great era of Warriors that's basketball. How can you listen? How can you be I'm mad saying, at that? Right? You know what I mean? That's, that's like, that's like me growing up. When I grew up watching the Lakers, I grew up in a time where the Lakers were dominant back in the 80s. I, my that's mother me. told me about the Lakers. I that's all I watched was Lakers basketball. That's all I knew right. was Lakers basketball. So that's you me. know, it's, right. it's pretty me. much the same thing. So right. me with the Bulls, right? That's me with the Bulls, so, man. Exactly. Yeah, with the Bulls too. Exactly. Yeah. We've all pretty much had our own dominant eras with our teams, right? Yep. Except, when except I was a Jets. kid. It was the two thousand Lakers, except the Jets. Except the Jets. Yo, huh? stop talking about the Jets, man. I was talking about basketball, though. Oh, yeah. Right. We're talking about basketball, bro. Don't you're end right, the right. show like that. Don't end the show. <laughs> it's all about love, man. Don't end the show. No hate, you, and, you, and your, you and your agendas being spread, Barry. Hey, 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 hey. It ain't an agenda if it's true, though. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, what I'm saying. No, the, Thank the, you, right. The show, the show is named <laughs> All Even, not one side. <laughs> That's true. We're about love, man. It's all about love, man. No, no negativity, man. <laughs> You know, Alfred, sure. you a piece of work. Okay, don't don't try to call me out on my show. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, <laughs> it's all love, man. It's all. Yeah, love. but listen, man, fellas, I appreciate y'all for coming on here, man. Episode one hundred was great. Um, appreciate the love, and and hopefully, I can have y'all on at episode two hundred. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, definitely. Hey, Absolutely. Can we get a round of man. applause real quick? I mean, there's a round of applause for Barry, yes, sir. Hey. Hey. Congrats, Barry. Congrats, bro. I, I appreciate you, bro. I, I appreciate right, right. y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Yo, John, what you doing for what you doing for episode 100? Because yours is coming up soon, man. Uh man, we want, I got plenty of things up the sleeve, but we do a Zoom or something. We definitely hit you up or right. you know, do some do something to uh anybody that want to join. To be honest, right, but it cool. depends. We, like I said, we might do a weekend. Like you know, we do stuff differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we you do let, a little more differently, but we'll definitely tap in. With you. you let you let me know, man. I'm I'm definitely there. Whatever you do, man. Hey, three more to go. Three more to go. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate y'all, man. I'll talk to y'all. All right, sir. Appreciate too, See you, man. man. All right, peace. Congrats. I'd like to thank all my homies for coming on here, Bryson, 
Alfred, Bass Michaels. You got my man, John John. Everybody that came on here, man, I appreciate y'all. We had a great conversation. Shouts to y'all. Um, keep doing what y'all doing because everybody is doing what they got to do. They're, they're making strides in, in their fields and their podcasts and their endeavors. So, you know, my, my circle of homies, man, we, we, we doing it. We doing some special stuff. So look out for that. Shouts to everybody. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. On a Saturday, it's all even. Hey, my man Barry, congratulations on 100 episodes. That all even wave, baby. It's growing. Yo, yo, what up? It's your boy G Money, man. Shout out to the All Even Podcast. Shout out my man Barry Grant Jr. 100 episodes. Whew. Putting that work in. Y'all see it. I'm saying I see the time. I see the clips going up. The page is going up. Subscribers is going up. Salute, man. Congratulations. 100 episodes. All right, G Money. Keep it going. Let's do it. What's up? It's your girl, Jazz. And I want to give a big shout out to Mr. Barry Grand Jr. from the All Even Podcast. I just want to say congrats on your 100th episode. That's amazing. And I'm so proud of you. So keep up the great work because I look forward to hundreds and hundreds of more episodes. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So Tuesday was Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer, and the Tebow loyal fan base. They were all candidates for Dummy of the Week. But are they the winners? Nah, I'm not going to let them win. I have a new challenger. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is Dan Campbell, head coach of the Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell is my winner for Dummy. Yeah. because Dan Campbell is the new coach of the Dumpster Fire Detroit Lions. They've been a Dumpster Fire for as long as we can remember. They've had great players come through their, their history. Barry Sanders, Megatron, Matthew Stafford. The list goes on, right? New regime, they got a black executive, love that. But Dan Campbell is a little different dude. He's a little off. Former player, never had any head coaching experience, no coaching experience at all, and they hired him. Okay, that's fine. But what does Mr. Campbell do? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I give you Don Moback. Don Moback is a 17-year veteran with the Detroit Lions. Don Moback played with Dan Campbell with the Detroit Lions. Don Moback just turned 40 years old. So now you're thinking that a celebration, turning 40 with your family, your teammates, your friends, this is supposed to be a great day for you. And then your boss tells you that you're you're cut, you're fired. On your birthday, my man, like yo. You couldn't wait until the day before, the day after. You had to fire the man on his birthday? That's like Friday when they, they, they fire my man on his day off. You can't do that. And then his response was he got all defensive in the press conference. Oh, I, I'm an a-hole. I'm an a-hole. I, I, I feel like, yeah, of course you are. Like, well, 
of all the days to cut the man you couldn't do it the day after that is crazy i'm sure you have his profile in front of you and it gives you it you know his statistics what he's done his date of birth it has all that stuff on the paper and you completely just didn't see that and just fired the man on his birthday so when he goes home oh honey how was practice and how did everything go yeah i got i got cut on your birthday they could yo that's foul <laughs> that is so foul that would make anybody fight in any situation like if i'm on my job and I, it's my birthday and you find me i'm swinging i don't care i'm not even that person but i'm swinging on you because <laughs> why are you gonna try to embarrass me like that on my birthday really really so we can already see that this man is not too bright not too bright if he can be able to do that so any of these other Lions players, they better be on high notice because this is a dude that just does things just to do them. Dan Campbell was probably that kid that jumped off the roof when everybody else didn't want to. I'll do it. He was the guy that jumped into the garbage can. Hit it. Hit. <laughs> he was always that other kid, it seems like, because this just doesn't make any sense. This is not a logical move by anybody who thinks logical. This is just not it. So Dan Campbell, I'm just telling you, maybe you need to start researching some other fields. And I got one for you, Burger King. They hiring. They always hiring. And I can promise you, they're not going to can you on your birthday. <laughs> At least they'll have some type of consideration for your, your mental state. Say, so you know what? We want to fire him, but we're going to wait until the day before, the day after. We're not going to do it on his birthday. So, Dan Campbell, you are the head coach of a dumpster fire organization. So, losing a lot may be in your future, but you're a winner for Dummy of the Week. That's all for the show. Episode 100 is in the books. I appreciate everybody that's been a listener. We got a lot to go. There's a lot more milestones and episodes to record. I see y'all on Tuesday. So until then, stay safe, stay cool, peace. Shout out to the All Even Podcast, the number one sports podcast. Congratulations on reaching 100 episodes. Keep up the good work, my brother, and here's to 100 more. 100 episodes, man. Congrats, my brother. Uh, you've been doing a fantastic job, putting out great content, giving great interviews. Looking forward to the next 100, man. Just, just ease up on my next guy. Congrats again, my brother. Congratulations, 100 episodes. Yo, I am so proud. Barry, you are doing your thing. Keep grinding, and here is to the next 100 episodes. I want to give a big shout-out to my man, Barrington Grant, and All Even Podcast for 100 episode, man. Much love, much respect. Man, keep up the great work, man. Always love. Peace. Yeah, what up, what up? It's Mike Picasso. I just want to give a shout out to my guy, Barry Grant Jr., man. All Even Podcast, 100 episodes. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Congrats. Yo, them dummies of the week be having me, man. <laughs> Yo, show of the year every year, man. I wish you a million more, bro. Love. All Even Podcast, baby. Episode 100. 100. Can you believe it? I know I can. We just getting started. If you missed the first 100, don't miss the next one. Run it up, baby. Run it up. What's going on, Barry? Congratulations on your 100th episode of the All Even Podcast. I'm very happy for you, man. The best is yet to come. Let's go.
Hey BJ, I just want to wish you congratulations on your 100th episode. Uh, it's good stuff, man. Keep it going. Congratulations. Hey, figure I just wear the hat of a real baseball team. Ah, BJ, congratulations, bro. Everything you said you was going to do, you did it, man. It's your 100th show. Nothing short of excellent, man. Besides Skipper Shannon, 100%. My favorite guy, BJ, congrats. What's good, B? Just wanted to say congrats on your 100th episode. Amazing, major moves, huge milestone, bro. First of many. So proud of you, man. Just keep grinding, all right? You've gone now from the basement. You're going straight to the penthouse, bro. Soon, real soon. All right, so keep doing your thing. As a token appreciation, I sent you a gift, by the way, it's in the mail. Um, I'll ruin the surprise. Uh, it's a uh, Kyle Kuzma signed jersey along with a Rudy Gobert jersey uh, wrapped in Clippers uh, wrapping paper. <laughs> but nah, man, all even for life, bro. Congrats. Barry Grant Jr., the lone founding father of the All Even podcast. I just want to say congratulations on episode number 100. I'm sure you're going to say something ridiculous, just like you always do, but it's always a great listen, and I could not have asked for a better business partner, a better friend. I love you, buddy. Congratulations. I want to congratulate Barrington on his 100th episode. I hope he comes with many more episodes, and good luck, brother. Yo, what up, what up? Representing the Rap Lab Podcast and Q-Burrow Cuts. It's the one and only, the only one, the Red Barber MC, just congratulating my man Barry Grant Jr., my favorite sports podcast, all even baby, 100 episodes deep, we gonna do 100 more too, my man Barry Grant Jr., check him out, all even baby, congratulations. Yo, what's going on, this is Eric, co-founder of God Jensen Gals, just wanna give a big shout out to my boy Barry on his 100th episode, bro, amazing work, so proud of you man, keep it up. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. Made it to a hundred. Congrats, All Even Sportscast. Super proud for you. Can't wait to a hundred and a trillion and a thousand more. You're the best to do it. Looking forward to more to come. Much love. Yo, congrats to my brother, All Even Podcast. Only a hundred episode. Been on that way since day one. Looking forward to seeing what you got in store for us. I know you just getting heated up. Congrats, bro. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is QG from the Rap Lab, and I just want to congratulate my homeboy, Barry, on his 100th episode. Salute, my brother. 100 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. You can't be at all odds when you're all even. Peace. Episodes, man. That's, that's crazy. I didn't even know it went that fast, man. 100 episodes, man. You really dedicated, man. You really doing your job, man. This is made for you, man. Keep it up, man. For real, man. Yo, we be watching, man. Always support. Always love, baby. Yo, congrats again. Yo, yo, what up, man? I just want to say salute, congratulations on getting past your 100th episode. Um, that level of consistency is to be commended. You know, always on top of the news, how much shows you got. Woj who? I be coming to you before Chris Bouchard and them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, but I uh, also want to say I appreciate you rocking with me and Doc's over at move media to shoot a couple of your podcast episodes as well the special interviews so you know much success to you moving forward um and i'm gonna holla at you when you get to 200 word this is barry grant senior saying congratulations to the all even 
podcast upon its 100th episode. I remember quite clearly episode number one. And I'm even more ecstatic now at this great achievement. We look forward to listening to your informed opinions and information for a long time in the future. I'm very proud of you, my son. I'll always have your back. Take good care. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcasts. Listen to the show on Podbeam, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcasts. And don't forget to like, share, and hit that subscribe button. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.